you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Is Trina never, I, I've never seen Trina broke. I've never seen Trina without money. I've never seen them foreclose on Trina's crib. I've never seen none of that. So how, Trina, like, yeah. So how, <laughs> how has Trina been able to keep the bag for so long? It's Trina. I love it's you Trina. cut it you off right the there. She's still the bag. The same damn, damn thing changed. changed. You know, it's not often that in this section of the show where we pick something special that we want to share with everyone. It's not often that we can take things literally at face value. In this case, we found an anomaly. Mm-hmm. This week, we were given the most concise, the most comprehensive, the most overarching, the most all-encompassing, the most sufficient answer of all time by one of the baddest of all time, Trina. And when she was having an interview on The Breakfast Club, not lunch, not dinner, but breakfast, Mm. which means it was early in the morning and she still was on point like acupuncture. But back to my point, (laughs) when she was at The Breakfast Club, they asked her about the fact that they had never seen anything negative about her, which, you know, is a little fucked up when you think about it. The fact that that was a question. We ain't never heard no bullshit about you. What's up with that? Why Uh, would you bring that up? The foreclosure? Like, what? But moving on, you know, soldiering on with the strength of Trina, uh, we got to the point where he did ask her that dumb question. (laughs) And, you know, no disrespect. I love DJ Envy. It just was a dumb question. (laughs) But um, when he asked her that, Trina gave him the most accurate answer and straight to the point answer she possibly could when she was asked how she was able to maintain and sustain her positioning both in music and financially. How have you been able to just stay on top? Her reply, it's Trina. Mm. Now, Mm. that implies that her reply implies that she, (laughs) like Plies, has (laughs) lots of self-confidence. You know what I'm saying? This shows that she believes in herself, into her she see. So she's intimate (laughs) with herself. You know, oh, yeah. and that she really has all that it takes to be secure in her future and her her literal well-being. Let's learn from that, you guys. Mm-hmm. Learn to rely on yourself and learn to equip yourself so that you are reliable for mm. yourself mm. to be okay yes. and find all that you need. Yes. Come on, Hotep Jesus. And that's why you know, she's the one. The what? The one. The uno. Trina is the one. Okay. Come on. 
So with that being said, and most importantly understood, even though we are a few days beyond last weekend, we still going to throw it back on this here Thursday to the 2019 BET Awards when we do the QTNAs, which are the questions that need answers. And also, (laughs) especially this week, the questions that Nigris is asking. Especially this week. (laughs) Like Yolanda Adams said, especially today. Okay. When my month seems so goddamn gay. <laughs> Happy oh Pride. God. Okay, but back oh to BT Awards. <laughs> Question one, damn it. Is it true that the Fosse, or in this case, Flossy, choreography that was executed by a surprisingly on-beat offset oh my God. was created by accepted white Justin Bieber? But... He will not confirm nor speak on it because of Offset telling him that if he did, he would beat his ass. So is it true that Justin Bieber choreographed Offset's dances at the BT Awards? Question two. How did he threaten them? I beat your ass. <laughs> Bitch, watch your mouth. Hey, hey, okay. Bitch, stay in your place. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Question two. Is it true that after delivering his Selma-worthy acceptance speech to freedom, Oh, my God. Tyler Perry was walking backstage and distracted by so many congratulatory wishes from passerby that he stepped on the foot of a woman standing to his left in his hard-ass dress shoes. And the lady screamed and then looked up at him, and he froze for three seconds and said, I am so sorry, Tamika Raymond. Is this true? (laughs) Y'all know Usher and Tamika Raymond look alike. You said Usher. Usher I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, they do, too. (laughs) It, that's just, it's they actually do too Raymond. And Tyler Perry Actually it's Foster But it's Raymond Because I know that. sometimes People do keep the last name Like Tori Like Tori Hart I think Does she still have the last name? Tori Hart Yeah see Yeah Anyway I'm sorry And that was Continue. a short last name For a short man oh, And a shorter marriage <laughs> But you know Four letters Jeez. Anyway, is it true? So, so the that? point of the joke is that Tyler Perry and Tamika Foster, Raymond, I, Raymond Foster, <laughs> Raymond versus Raymond. Wasn't no, that the album? Oh my God. <laughs> and Trina, no. boyfriend named Raymond, too. Oh so it just God. all ties in. Anyway, I love it when it comes full circle. Question three. Let's just move on. Let's just please, move on. please. Is it true that at the BET Awards this past weekend, when Lil Nas X was so excited to meet Rihanna, that when they were taking a photo together and the camera flashed and said, Ka-chunk! he audibly pooted. <laughs> to which Rihanna responded by saying, look, I know you got their horses in their back, <laughs> but keep that shit over there, okay? Is it true? <laughs> Lil Nas X <laughs> farted when the camera flashed when <laughs> you hugged Rihanna. it. What island is that? <laughs> Gala, gala. <laughs> so with that being Game said, I'm also poorly. Okay. Remember when the paparazzi asked her if she was looking, what kind of boyfriend are you looking for? First of all, I'm not looking for a man. Okay. Let's be clear. Okay. Anyway, welcome to the friend zone. Oh my God. Your end of the weekly look into all things oh, mental shit. health, mental hygiene, and mental wellness. Because even on a Thursday, <laughs> who in the hell or wants a musty brain? I know I don't. I am a hundred percent sure that nobody else in this room does. Hello, Francesca. Hi. How is you doing? I'm good. I'm ready for round two of this episode. We got our dancing shoes on, y'all, because we came to boogie. 
because we had to. Yeah. Uh, because the studio lost our episode earlier this week. So, you know, we're not tripping. We just, we love you guys and we're dedicated to this show. So, damn it, you're getting it. Whether you got it on Wednesday, you're getting it on Friday. <laughs> you're getting the goddamn show. <laughs> and speaking of Friday at 10 a.m., something very awesome is going to be happening. Bam, 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 bam. What that is? Our four year anniversary show. We're going live with tickets. Yes, yes, we are number four. What do you say? We have a baby, a toddler? We got a toddler. This oh, motherfucker God. walking and talking now. They're ready for school. No more of them hard white stride right shoes. <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> at 10 a.m., tickets are going alive. It's going to be at thefriendzonelive.com. It's going to be at the new school, 63 Fifth Avenue. Again, thefriendzonelive.com at 10 a.m. So if you're listening early, log on. If you're listening late, log on and hurry your ass We're up. just really excited to be celebrating our fourth year anniversary um, and be coming back to where it all started. Our first show, second show, and third anniversary show has been at the new school, um, Tishman Auditorium, 13th and 5th here in New York City, Saturday, August 10th at what time, Asante? 8 p.m. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. 8 p. to the M. That's what time the show starts. We can't wait to see you guys. Like Asante said, the tickets go on sale today, <laughs> this right, Friday yeah. at 10 a.m. Um, and we will see you there. We got some special things cooking. Yeah. Um, and we're really excited to celebrate our fourth anniversary. So see you guys there. Don't forget the friendzonelive.com for those tickets that we need you to buy. And those of you that aren't in New York, um, You'll be excited to know that we'll be stopping in a couple other cities. Oh, we got okay. some more coming up, y'all. Yeah, coming. we're fleshing those out because obviously there are a lot of cities that want us to come out. But we'll make sure and pick the ones that we haven't okay. been to yet, we'll right? Try some fresh side. markets. Try a little fresh markets, you know. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're really excited, though. So we will see you guys soon. Don't forget the friendzonelive.com. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. In the meantime, in between time, I want to go ahead and give you guys the black business of the week. Um, I, All right. <laughs> I've been checking out the emails. And Darian Cook, shout out to you. You've actually written a couple of times. Uh, the owner of 12th and Viv, short for Vivian. I thought Darian Cook was the drag queen from Paris is Burning that had the body in the trunk. I mean, that too. Right. Could yeah. be actually. Not Ain't that the same, sure. th- same name? I just was saw the article. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> See, Lord. Well, Darren, Shout out to Pose. That Shout episode out was to Pose. We ain't there yet. Right. We'll there. <laughs> Come on now. All right. So uh, we're a black owned <laughs> business that makes luxury soy candles, whipped body butters, scrubs, lip butter, natural room, and body sprays, etc. We've been featured in the Michigan Chronicle, hey. Black BLAC Magazine, and most recently, we're featured in the May, June, and July issues of British Vogue. Shut up! That's yeah. amazing. Congratulations. Right? Yeah, so definitely go check them out. The website is 12thandviv.com. That's 1-2-T-H-A-N-D-V-I-V.com. And you can find them on IG at 12thandviv as well. So yeah, that's it for the Black Business of the Week. If you'd like to submit, don't forget to hit us up at the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Mm. I don't know why... It felt funny to yeah. say. I don't know why it felt funny as if I don't always say it. But anyway. <laughs> Asante got on a, um, a metallic gold do-rag, It's y'all. so cute. I do. I'm wearing my gold You're making do-rag. me want one. Mm-hmm. I really did not want to do anything to do It's like gold lame. Probably. You want me to start picking up do-rags for you? Please. Or head scarves. Head scarves. All right. I'm going to look for you. So And I'm going to make sure they write. See, this one is all right. But, you know, 
The material on the inside is right, right? But it's just like a little bit thinner. But the Bow Wow Durag, it's made properly. Like, So what is this Bow Wow do? Like, it's literally Bow Wow? Bow Wow makes a, a collection of Durag. I should pull this and up right now. And you just saw it and were like, I, I need these? No. So you <laughs> sure it ain't doo-doo was, rags? No, I, I kid you not. Bow Wow is doing the damn thing with the Durag. That's like, so I don't know who told him to do it, but good. Because I was in there, I saw a pink Durag. And the lady was like, no, no, you should get this one. She showed me like a few of them. At the beauty supply. Yeah, at the beauty supply. Wow. And they weren't lined properly on the inside. So then I see Bow Wow just, you know, Shad just looking at me all like, just scowling. I'm like, let me just see that one. I pick it up, took it out, and the inside was proper. I'm like, this has what I need. And like, he's Bow on the cover? Did. He's on the cover of the box. <laughs> so this is wearing a Bow Wow Durag? This one is not, but the pink one that I'd be wearing is the Bow Wow Durag. He, he makes really cool colors. There was a blue one that I wanted, but I was like, my hair is already this color. Shout so. out to the uh, bonus black business of the week. Okay, apparently. right. I did not know that. That's very That's cool. the black ass business of the week. <laughs> Bow Wow's Durag. Look, not for nothing, Bow Wow's hair, his waves are always on swim. Yeah. And look at the collection. Oh, wow. Like, a whole line of colors. Come and, on, and scowl. And they're right. all that velvety. So it's the... <laughs> he looks like the wow. lions in the, uh, the new Lion King looks. that's about to come out. That's what Bow Wow... I told you he was just looking, scowling at me. I was like, let me see Bow Wow shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's the Power Wave Velvet Lux Do-Rag. I hear that. Shout out to you. Yeah, right. shout, shout out, out to, to Bow Wow. Shout out to Bow Wow. And he's already in the beauty supply, so that means he's in. Hey, Make your money. At least he didn't do what Jock did and do a whole salon because it's like, Jock, we don't know you as like... Jock has a salon? That's where he been getting <laughs> his hair fucked up me at. today. Uh, friend, I, I, don't, I can't even take you down that road. So <laughs> A we, hair salon in Atlanta? Uh, I'm going to be there in a couple of weeks, so I'm going to So you want to go to the salon? <laughs> she ain't... Mm-mm. Look, I'd rather you go to the yeah, OLG. Give me a trim. I'd rather you go to the new OLG or the, uh, the slutty vegan actually while you're down oh, there. I mean, I don't know if I want to wait on that line. Though. Hey, look, I, I'm going to text. I'll text Pinky for you, girl. I'll do it. Be like, hey, I, I, I just so happen to pass my. I, I, I put in the call, girl. Okay, because I'll let you know when I'm there. I'm going to be there for a couple of ha- If anybody has to try it, I, you have to try it. Because for me, you know, you know how I am. I'd be like, oh, I need me some meat. <laughs> I had that burger. Fulfilled. I'm so and ready. Super delighted. Like not even like, oh, this feels like me. It just was good as hell. I was like, damn, this is good as hell. I didn't feel like I was missing anything. But yeah, slutty vegan. That's guess why I'm gonna be in Atlanta, by the way. Why, friend? That's why I'm laughing that you were bringing up Tamika because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's <with> Usher. <laughs> what? He has a a charity, a nonprofit that works with kids, teaching them spiritual modalities, mm-hmm. and oh, it's like dope. a workshop. It's like a whole weekend, and it's amazing. And they have people that are going to teach them sound bowl healing, meditation, yoga. Um, and then I'm going to come in as like a keynote kind of to kind of talk <laughs> about how all those modalities, how I've integrated them into my life to become. Who I am now because it's all like inner city kids, which is my this is passion. The, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah. For you, and kind you. of talk to them, walk them through how I work through trauma, how I'm still working through trauma to kind of like uh, create a new experience, a new reality for myself. You guys already know all the stuff I love to talk about, mm-hmm. but to basically recreate my tour condensed version for kids. For, yeah. Yeah. So I congratulate really And shout out to Usher. I didn't even yeah. know he was like, on that low key. Shout out to Usher. Yeah, like even wanting to create I knew he had an initiative, but I had no idea that they were having these edgier conversations, which I thought was like mind-blowing when I got on the call with them. I was like, yes, I have to be a part of this. Yep. So 
This is fantastic. I'm Shout out very to Usher. Excited. Shout out to you, friend. Yeah. That's so amazing. I'll give you guys more information, obviously, as the date comes closer. It's like in two or three weeks. But Wonderful, very friend. Very excited. Shout out to ATL. Hey, ATL. Always doing a damn thing. Yeah. So that's that. But do you, you want to jump into the recap? Yeah, well, yes. You I ready do. to do yeah. this? I see you're like, okay. I'm inspired now. I'm that so was great. Mad. Since she was talking about ATL, you know, Freak Nick passed. Oh, yeah. But it's so different. It's just like a it concert is so now. Different. And, and, you know, because I, I, you know how I was. was good, I was actually resistant to, the, to it happening. But when I saw, like, the lineup and stuff, I was like, okay, so at least they're doing it right. Like, and they sold, like, 14,000 tickets. That's what's Rightfully up. So. I mean, It's a lot bonkers. of freaks. Rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You are. It's a whole lot of freaks. Asante about to text Pinky with his thumbs. Eight <laughs> <laughs> King is like, what did I sign up for? So last week's episode titled The Game of Desire featuring Shan Booty, Shannon Boudrum. Hey, Shan. We were joined by sexologist and intimate let actually let me let me say that properly. Clinical sexologist okay. and intimacy expert <laughs> Shannon Boudrum. <laughs> she joined us to discuss the current dating apocalypse, emotional intelligence in this day and age, dating apps, monogamy, non-monogamy, polyamory, and everything in between, as Asante taught us about <laughs> unicorning, which about I being never in between. Knew. <laughs> you totally I was going to say something that was going to ruin blew my mind. Um, <laughs> blew the lid on that one. <laughs> Two times. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, it was a great conversation. I loved it when I was listening back. I was like, we just have awesome combos on this show with awesome guests. Yes, we do. And as always, those of you listening had a lot to say about it. Asante, who stood out to you? I would like to shout out this anonymous person in the emails. The Ooh, subject says, they don't deserve it then. Edgy. Well, the subject says, I too would like to strike some vipers. Game yeah. of Desire reaction letter. So, <laughs> no. I, so once I read that, I was like, all right, fine. Because sometimes it. when it's anonymous, I'd be like, oh yeah, you should keep it anonymous. But that shit was funny. So Somebody anyway. wanted in the butt. <laughs> they said, I super <laughs> enjoyed last week's episode with Shambooty. It almost made me mess up my iPad, man. <laughs> I don't usually listen twice, but I did this week as well as on Miriam's episode. Shout out to her. When I took Shannon's quiz, I got Modern Monogamous as well and Secure on the other quiz. My results surprised me because I really thought I'd get Monogamish. I'd say that because I identify as asexual, though I am actually active at times. I can and have gone without sex for years without lacking or wanting. But when I rarely find a boo that interests me, that body is mine. Damn. Asante's stories about <laughs> unicorn I found fascinating because I'm interested in that, but in reverse. My dream is to have a husband and we both share a boyfriend from time to time. Yes, I prefer bisexual men. I also have a pretty dominant side and a bunch of stuff that I just remembered that I need to skip over. Great. But back to my <laughs> desires for a husband and a boyfriend. I want to know what it is now. Well, they decided to be anonymous. So they said, I also have a pretty dominant side and enjoy performing pegging, which is also why I love sexually fluid men. Sorry. I knew it was is... about the butt. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Peggy, Peggy Bunny. Peggy, Peggy Bunny. <laughs> for, uh, for really real. <laughs> anyway, this brings me back to Striking Vipers. It was for me. <laughs> oh, God. The episode. The episode. <laughs> why you got to make that? No. Anyway. 
Uh, it was for me, like most people, a sort of confusing but still enjoyable episode. It sounded like you was able to keep right up. <laughs> I definitely agree that the kiss at the end was simply terrible. But me personally, I was a little into it. Mostly because of Yahya, <laughs> Yahya's fine ass. He played Carl the single guy. I had my own dream one day. Oh, Lord. More stuff that I wouldn't. I should have skipped over. <laughs> I, I had my own dream one day <laughs> that I'd marry space. Winston Duke and Baku from Black Panther, who is perfect in every way to me, and that Yahya would be our boyfriend. Wow. I thought she was going to say Winston Duke and then say, and Bakum. I thought she was going to say, I thought, I, thought, I, I thought that was an action the she was going to say. Yeah. I didn't know that, that was a name from Black Panther. But go ahead. Baku. I thought she was going to Bak Winston Duke, motherfucker. I'd marry Winston Duke and Baku that I'm ass. Like, Whoa, this shit's really advanced. She <laughs> says she's in the pegging, so she's going to Baku that ass. No, anyway. Um, I know they're both straight, so that has I nothing really to do with I really want to name this episode Umbaku that ass. Umbaku that ass. At this point, that's what they did to us. They Umbaku that ass on Tuesday. Go ahead. But a girl can dream, right? Shannon really had me reflecting on myself, and I'll be purchasing her new book ASAP. I'm so excited. Yeah, you are excited. Carl lied and was definitely into that kiss. We all saw it, boo. Your number one anonymous fan, a stricken viper. A stricken vibe. <laughs> that was a wild ass. That was email. awesome. It was funny as hell. So, Fran, what did you find in these SoundCloud streets? So, on SoundCloud, Pamela Asagba said, another great episode. She that's also great. suggested that we check out the latest Armchair Expert episode. So, that's another podcast where she said they discuss sex, sexual addiction, sexual education, and how experiences during childhood and adolescence mold the sexual beings that we become as adults. Mm. So highly recommended, apparently. And I'm absolutely going to check that out because I've never heard of it. Once again, that's Armchair Expert. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Putting me off. Armchair Expert. And then I dipped Why into... Why is it Armchair Expert, though? Because it's like you're gripping your armchair trying to find out what's happening as they give you the info. Like, that's so what like I was... like a sexual thing? Armchair Expert? I don't know. I'm making it up. All right. So on Twitter, I also dipped into Twitter. (laughs) Because my mind was going somewhere completely clean for once. For once. (laughs) Yeah. So Marlena Montero said, for a long time, I thought that in relationships, one plus one equals one. Meaning, I believe the union of two people. Yeah, clear that up because I was going to say, the fuck school you didn't went to, Marlena. (laughs) Meaning, I believe the union of two people were extensions of one another. But now I believe that one plus one equals three. You, me, and the union itself. Either way, we'll be whole with or without the relationship. And then she says, credit to Sham Booty for that concept. Love it. I think that's ideal. Yeah. If you can make sure to have your life, they have theirs, and then you guys create a new one together. Yes. Sound like separate homes to me. Just, I mean, that's that's the <laughs> ideal. I was actually telling someone that if 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 I were to get married, I feel like you said this before. yeah, I would want, I would, I'd love to have two separate homes, but if not, two separate bedrooms would be awesome. Yeah, I love when rich people have big ass houses and compounds. Cause I'd be like, oh, you have well, a so wing, they need, right? You know, that, I mean, that'd be a Someone dream. always has like a study and I'm like, oh, okay, all these private spaces to yourself. Plus, to sex is amazing. more fun when you feel like you had somebody's house. 
So if y'all got your own rooms, I mean, y'all can, you know, sleep over. Yeah, yeah, when you're not in the some of the other rooms. But also, I like the idea of having my room that's like my space. So you can be like, get out of my damn room. (laughs) Yeah, friend. It has my energy signature. You know what I mean? Like that to me is cool. Then you can come sleep over. When I let you. (laughs) I was reading an article, I think uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, she remarried and they don't live together. He lives in an apartment that's a couple blocks away. Hey. And she said that, and they only see each other like four days a week. I see, was like, I, wow. I, that actually is really interesting that and dope. turned me on. Because you know, you, you got to get dressed to see. You got to keep it exciting when you see each other for yeah, real, for real. you really go on dates because you don't live together. And you can cheat without all that pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it relaxes everybody. This is great. Dustin. Shout out to her. Oh, like Frida Kahlo and her husband, where they had the bridge. They had a bridge mm. that connected two homes. And they would walk through it, you know, with consent and obviously. Yes. But I think that's, Me, I don't know. Yeah. I like these new progressive ways of of being together. I'm definitely going to explore that yes. when the time comes. But so Dustin, you can deal with somebody. Yeah. And have, mm-hmm. you know, space to Take be. Take your ass home. Shit. <laughs> I'm trying to find space to be just on my own. Imagine trying to do that with, with someone somebody. in your house and every some day. some hollering ass kids. And the kids. Hell And then nah. if you get pets. Good boy. Dustin, what'd you find in the Support Twitter me, street? bitch. Shout out to the pets. <laughs> um, so in the Twitter streets, uh, 23 years ago, yes, yesterday, LL Cool J released Lounging featuring Total. Who do you love? Oh, are you sure? Who do you love? Are you Sure. Come on, background. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but that came out back then, and that's the jam. So shout out to them. It was a success. I do. I got to do. Um, it peaked at number three on the Hot 100, in case y'all hoes didn't know. And it sold 1.3 million copies, earning a platinum certification. Nice. Right. By the RIAA. So shout what? out to them. RIAA. Also, I want to give a shout out to Roy Wood Jr., who is one of the funniest people funniest on the guy. earth, who tweeted uh, following the debates. I'm so kind of glad we redid the show for this. This is the one silver lining <laughs> that I was able to use these first tweets. So some these. good shit came out. Oh, Lord. Roy Wood tweeted, I'm raising a black child, bitches, in all caps with exclamation point in quotes, quoting uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio, who said basically made that point at the uh, debate, but he, he accompanied. I was tweet with a gift of a black woman slapping a, a card on a table in a heated game of spades. Like, I'm like, that was his Trump card. Like, I'm raising a black child, bitch, slapping that duck on the table. So, shout out to Roy Wood Jr. because I have been laughing okay, just that. as hard as a Can we just really quickly talk about them speaking Spanish? <laughs> Come on. That's it. That's all, that's the tweet. That's Come it. On. That's it. Friend, that's on. it. That's, that's the tweet. It. That's the tweet. That's I have it. never in my life. They sound so dumb. Like why it's so pandering. Like just if you are clear on your policies and the changes you want to make, there's nothing else you have to do but but answer the question. That's, that's it. it. But the pant, the I have a black son. Well, I'm black, and then Booker with the hood stories because he wants and the I big pants. <laughs> the first thing your ass needs to do is learn how to stand the fuck up straight. I'm so tired of seeing him looking like he got a trick hip. Stand Not up, trick hip. shout <laughs> out to Julian Castro, who I felt was 
a star. A Shout star. out to Elizabeth Warren. I low key feel. I mean, it's still early, mm-hmm. and to be completely honest, I don't really play into any of this shit. I mm-hmm. think they're all whatever. But if we must, I think a Warren Castro ticket would make sense. Just say, just calling that early. Yeah, but anyways, and I'm looking forward to tonight. I'm looking forward to tonight yeah. to see what a couple people are gonna have to say. Um, I don't know. I don't even feel like it. So yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to tonight. That's I'm like, we can leave it That's there. That's it. Like you said, <laughs> friend. Um, okay, so then let me see what other uh tweet do I want to bring up? On a sad note, you know, but this deserves recognition, especially on this show, because we've talked about this person and their contribution to music and um the culture at the same time. And not Cephas. I mean, culture with a C. Oh my but anyway, um, that's her last name. <laughs> that's culture's last name, right? Okay, so, all right. <clears throat> Black girl culture. Oh, God. <laughs> Black girl culture is who tweeted no. this. Uh, I mean, this is just, we just keep getting hit. Okay. Black girl culture tweeted, rest in peace to SZA's grandmother, Norma. Aww. The wise voice heard on SZA's garden say it like that. Rest easy with the cute little, that, well, you know, that heart emoji with the, the waves that come yeah. up off the, the shoulders of the heart. Yeah. The shoulders. So I always call that part of the heart the shoulders. <laughs> Anyway, shout out to Scissor's grandmama who made us all feel comfortable yes. when we listened to that album and who literally, I want to put that quote on the back of a jacket. You know, you ain't got shit to say to me. I ain't got shit to say to you. <laughs> I really would like to. So shout out to her. And I just want to end the tweets on that note. That's it. So the past, what, four weeks have been pretty intense. Mm-hmm. A lot of introspection. <laughs> A lot of digging. I saw one girl uh, on the friends on Twitter. She was like, child, I hope it's a wild card this week because I cannot. So, yes, it is a wild card, which means that Dustin Ross is your takeover. So please tell us what we are discussing today. Credit shamed is when you have less than desirable credit and everyone treats you like you're radioactive. If you have rough credit, you can't avoid it. I've had rough credit and I couldn't avoid it either. But God is a mighty God. Amen. And if you have bad credit, creditrepair.com can help you work to fix it. They're America's most recognizable credit repair company with crazy smart people, a patented credit repair process, and relationships with all three credit bureaus. That's like the inside track to solving your credit repair problems. Past members have seen an average score increase of 40 points in four months. Go to creditrepair.com slash podcast for your free credit diagnosis. An advocate will pinpoint what's hurting your score and ways to improve it. And if you'd like expert help, I got you a $50 credit off your first fee. Go to creditrepair.com slash podcast. Creditrepair.com slash podcast. The World Health Organization has named the health epidemic of the 21st century. Do you know what it is? Stress. We're feeling more uncertainty and anxiety than ever before. And that's why we're partnering with Calm the number one rated app for meditation. When you meditate, your brain chemistry changes. Meditation has been shown to slow down the release of stress chemicals into your bloodstream, like cortisol and adrenaline, giving you some much-needed relief. With Calm, you'll discover an entire library of simple guided meditations on themes like anxiety, creativity, and focus. They even have other resources to help you relax, like sleep stories, music, and so much more. So if you're stressed, take a deep breath and get calm. Right now, 
Friendzone listeners can get 25% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash friendzone. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash friendzone. 40 million people have downloaded Calm. Find out why at calm.com slash friendzone. So please tell us what we are discussing today. I hate that she sent that message because what I'm here to talk about today, I mean, it is... It is something that we can have fun with, but it's it's almost something that is plaguing like entire communities. Oh gosh. It's something that I can never um, tell when he's serious. Right. You know, no, but this really deserves our attention. You know, it's something that I've been really focusing my energy on finding some sort of remedy for. Something that there's some there's tons of, you know, foundations and tons of agencies um set up to combat this and to really make sure, make sure that this is, you know, something that is being inculcated into like school curriculums and things like that. So it's something we really need to talk about. Um, and I feel like I can only use like my own example, you know, to really give voice to it and make it something that people can feel. Um, so I figured I'd just talk to you guys about it cause I trust y'all and it's, this is the issue. Um, <laughs> I went on a terrible date. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> I went on a terrible date. We need initiatives. <laughs> we need funding. We need focus and training for people to be able to facilitate good dates. Because this oh shit is God. getting ridiculous. Yeah, it's time to start lobbying. <laughs> and if we can't go to Capitol Hill, then damn it, we're going to do it here. So we are going to lobby and I'm going to tell my story to get people to try harder. You to make dating, dating a good panel. experience. I should do it. I should do a dating paddle and, and beat everybody ass who goes on <laughs> bakes, ba- dates bad. That's what we need. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe can we can hear, do a dating paddle. I can hear paddle. Beto now. Los dates are terrible. Tenemos que hacer mucho mejor. And then he opens, Actually, then he just opens his hand. That was real good. <laughs> That's it, okay? I, I didn't know. I was, I was we going to get drum, so a drum bad. crescendo? What was coming next? <laughs> a rim shot? Like, what was we getting next? I don't I don't know, but back to the bullshit. So, yes, I did. I'm, I'm man enough to admit I went on a terrible date. And I also, it's one of them things where if you knew better, you'd do better. Because I knew I had no business being in this company. Hmm. And y'all know who now it is. Now that I know who it is. I had no business being there. You know what I'm <laughs> That you had no business in that. I had Man. no business being with this person. It actually gives me a little anxiety that you were. Because I, I was doing all right at first. At first, and I, I agree. It's a damn shame. I don't know what. I I was in a haze. <laughs> a purple haze. But I was in a haze. So, like, you know. What made it so bad? Yeah, please. First, let me, you know, I believe in yeah, these yeah, days, yeah. I believe in cushioning the negative with something positive. So let me, and it's funny we use the word cushioning in this I conversation. Knew, Stop I knew that was going to be surprised it came <clears throat> back that late. Anyway, disappear, Casper. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Anyway, Gone. so. I met someone who I met someone I was at a bar in New York City, okay? And I came across someone who is a public figure who, mm-hmm. who I'm not even going to give them that. Someone who a lot of people know, right? <laughs> they are a public figure. Okay. A, a bad figure, but a public <laughs> figure. So, uh-huh. someone who a lot of people know whatever. <laughs> so, I I saw them at a bar and we That's ended only funny up because of how you <laughs> just got 
So we, these guys are laughing because they know who exactly who I'm talking about. And I'm not going to give you any hints or clues. So you don't ask who it was. I will never reveal it. I'm not trying to hurt nobody or disrespect nobody, but I'm going to say everything else I possibly can to be as descriptive. Oh but anyway, so I ran into this person at a bar in Harlem. And we in got Harlem. In Harlem. Yeah, close to home. My neck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just knew you said Nick. I just knew you was going to be downtown somewhere. Nick. Was it a was See it an event? Week. Huh? Was it a, like a event with it was, public It was figures? an event and then after that, you know, okay. it rolled over. Got so you. so anyway, so uh, so by the time See. we had spent some 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 a bit of time in conversation, we were having a great time and I was like this person is actually okay. You know what I'm saying? Like not so bad. So they asked me to hang out again and they framed it as a date. I knew they were sort of asking me Did out they, as a date. How'd they frame it that way? Frame. <laughs> I knew they were <laughs> I knew they were kind of asking me out, but I still was okay with going because I knew that ultimately I would be able to, you know, navigate the wildest. Y'all should see how friend is. Okay. I'm, just... I'm so mad you were just doing the Trina <laughs> Trina voice for a second. Ask me out, out. <laughs> so I knew that I could, <laughs> I could navigate the waters. And so I, um, you know, I accepted the invitation to hang out again the next day. I wish we could say who it is so badly, I'm so, so glad the you audience can have, so they could look like that. Can meme. you imagine? So oh, yeah, the like, audience would be like. <laughs> can you imagine what they would have to can you imagine <laughs> the meme of the girl in the corner? first of all they, would, they wouldn't even believe it that's the thing they wouldn't even believe it no they wouldn't because I couldn't <laughs> you <laughs> look you you okay so look y'all so long story short <laughs> oh Jesus okay okay we got this so long story short me and this person met up and we were in an area where things were kind of popping. Um, the first thing that happened was I ran into some people that I knew. Um, there was going to be a bit of a wait for us to do what we had to do, apparently. I'm giving you guys the Cliff's Notes the version. So I ran into some people that I knew. This person started calling my name really, really loudly. As This I was, is at the day already? Yes. Okay. This is at the second meeting, and we are outside of <laughs> second meeting. Tau. I don't care. I'll say it. So yeah, we're outside man. of Tau in New York City. So if you know what that mm, corner of Tau. 19th and what is that ninth is like, mm -hmm. you know, um, there's Electric Room right there. There is the Dream Hotel. My there's, favorite. So we were going into the Dream Hotel, but... I, we hadn't gone inside yet. So I saw some people I knew. I went and enjoyed the sidewalk, whatever, with them. When the when the person that I was with saw me with these people, they started, like, yelling my name kind of loudly, like, I don't know, it was just weird to me, you know what I'm saying? And I felt like they were trying to let people know that we were together, which mm. didn't make sense to me because their profile is so much bigger than mine. Yeah. Um. And so, <laughs> and so, um. but, so they... Basically, they did that possessive move. I started like yelling stuff to like make it like fun or whatever, and kind of like set the tone, and diffuse the awkwardness, yeah, and make it so that it was more like a friendly tete a tete as opposed to like you Ooh, know something else. Okay. So, long story short, the per they told me that we were waiting on somebody, but I didn't realize we were like waiting on somebody. So another person who 
has a large, large profile. They came in and then the person who I was with started like rushing me to like hurry up and come right. So you guys can go in with this high profile. And I realized it then like, oh, okay, you know, boom. So as we go in, um, long story short, they appear to like, they tried to make it seem like to the person, I know I'm being super evasive right, and all right. over the place. I'm sorry, but I, I literally have to, to avoid yeah. any details. But long story short, the person that I was on the date with, he like did this really aggressive physical gesture to me to, I guess, communicate to the person that we had to walk in with to get in that I guess we were like on a date or whatever that they were into me or whatever. But I didn't like that because the person that we were with was showing me attention. We were kind of talking and stuff. And I felt like he did that because he was kind of low key jealous that she was like engaging with me so much. And plus he, because I guess he thought that she thought I was cool. He wanted her to then, you know, associate me with him in that capacity. And so he like, you know, did that. So I politely got up and was like, you know, I'll be right back or whatever. And I dipped. Like, that was I it. Still like, can't I left. That. <laughs> you ain't never dipped out on nobody? At an event like that? I don't think what? so. Oh, I didn't have no problem. I hit it. I always hear Olivia in my head, my head, I'm about to biz out. And I get And then what's the in. next line? I up. can't take the shit no more. There you go, I've, right there. I mean, I've made it clear, like, you know, if I hit my social battery or something, but to be like, I'm coming back. <laughs> Yeah, and don't I went to the bathroom and you wronged me and pulled a Judy Winslow. I never came back downstairs (laughs) for real. Like that was it. He's like, what you what you said earlier, by Casper, by Casper, (laughs) disappear, ghost. When they like hitting you up all night, like what's up? Like later after probably about maybe five minutes, you know what I'm saying? The text started coming, but by that point, I was already by Seventh Avenue, girl. I wasn't thinking Holy about that. I had, I had hit it. You know Justin what I'm was saying? was and fried rice. Hello? <laughs> hit it. Hello? So, um, but then, yeah, so I went around the corner and ended up having a good time with my friends that were at Tile. So I left <laughs> out, of, out of the Dream Hotel, went into Tile and like partied the night away with my friends that were there. Holy shit. But, so the point of all that is just that, and there's so much more context I could give, but I don't even have to. It was just a terrible date. And so I felt like today would be a perfect opportunity, especially on the heels of the last few conversations we've had to still kind of stay in the same vein a little bit, but like in a much more fun way. In the way. comedic sense. Exactly. <laughs> so let's talk about bad dates. Have you guys had any shitty like date experiences, any really crappy first dates? Has there any, ever been a date that made your skin crawl? Have you ever been out with a Republican? Like tell us about the horrible oh, dates. No. Yeah. Friend, you first. Ladies first. You first. Ladies first. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm like, we gonna pick up. <laughs> Look, I see, it's already a bad day. <laughs> oh, okay. I haven't been on too many dates. Like I've said before, anytime I've gone on a date, mm-hmm. it's always turned into like a long term relationship. So I've never been able, in a way, to like bounce around and date a lot of different people and kind of like be in the scene. But I've had like one or two. And one of the most awkward experiences, oh, I was saying this the last time we recorded. The thing about me, too, is that I might not see it as a date. <laughs> it might oh, not be a date to me. To me. Okay. It might be a date to them. Mm. But if I was going to eat, I was going to eat anyway, Any right? Way. So you might as well come along so that maybe it's a perception problem. I don't know. That's how I feel about my experience. Right. Now you get me. Now I'm like, got you. Especially when it ends like that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay. But I I think I've said, I don't know if I've said it before on the show or if I told you guys off the right. Why are they up here? 
We over here doing the girl on came and sales front porch. Yeah, it was so silly. Too close, man. No, but they so we had finished dinner and it was like a really nice dinner. The person's super cool. He too is a public figure, and so. We finish eating and when we're leaving, the waiter follows us no. out of the Ooh, restaurant. I'm hurt all over. And says, excuse me, excuse me. So I turn around. I'm thinking I left something like a bag because, you know, I had been shopping earlier or maybe my purse. I don't know. I'm like, yes. And then he's like, I'm not sure what country you guys are from. <laughs> but here in America and in New York in particular, we tip 15 to 20 percent. Minimum and I, Asante, you guys know you've been <laughs> you've been out with me. I'm an over tipper. Absolutely, like Absolutely. I actually tip to the point that sometimes my friends look at me like, okay, okay, that's yeah, a lot. Just tip. You knock it over. <laughs> like, sometimes damn. I damn near you double. You to make somebody's night, girl. <laughs> you don't just tip. You tiny. People in service, especially <laughs> when you come from a family of people that work in service, and even the stories Asante has told me of like the tabs he's had to cover because they didn't tip, like. All that floats around in my thoughts. And so it's a reflex. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. a reflex at this point where I'm like, I'm going to make sure that in case you have a bunch of shitty tippers, I'm going to cover for all of that. You're going to have a good night regardless. So for that to have been my experience. Mortifying. Mortified. To make matters worse, he has money. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, you know, we were tight. We just didn't have it, which in my opinion I mean, why be there? Why be there if right. you know you can't even tip someone? But that's another conversation. But I was mortified because he has money. So what did you say? What did he say? What happened? He was kind of like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. And he goes back in. And then my ass was like shook because I'm like, he better tip well. Like, don't go in and play. And, and, and add two, ba- two more dollars. And add like a dollar. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> but it was just mortifying, especially because that's a place that I frequent. It's so like you know a restaurant that I love. Too. I know. You know they are. And you, I felt and, like I couldn't come back. But you know what? Sometimes they don't hold it against you. But sometimes they be wondering, they be like, because like, why are you with I, that kind of back dude? Back when I worked in service, I remember we would have people and we would like have regulars. And then sometimes there would be people, you know, were cool as fuck and they bring people in on dates. And you would tell them on the side, be like, now, girl, <laughs> I'm not trying to be in your business, but this one's not the one. I mean, <laughs> I wish somebody would have told me that. Like, people will do that, but they never hold it against the, the date. Right. But, but it, it made things awkward. Unless you the date that like sees cash and you like take something out, then they're going to be like, uh-uh. What the fuck? But the other, they're not holding that against you, frankly. Yes. I I couldn't really process that. I think I was more so turned off by his treatment of uh, someone who was so kind to us and, and was so great at working at our table. You know, we literally had no issues. The food came out. Everything was great. And it's like, so that's your mode of operation. Mm-hmm. That just was kind of what that showed me. It's a cheap bastard. Yeah. And it was a turn off that he he moves that way and so when we got out of the restaurant I was like I'm gonna go home mm-hmm. and he was kind of like he already knew you know he's like damn I fucked up <laughs> I fucked this one up and I got I hailed the cab got home and literally had not spoken to him since I did see him at Roots Picnic <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and he iced me. He definitely gave me the cold shoulder, but hey, I was still like, hey, yeah. I mean, I. So he treated you like the bill. <laughs> <laughs> and he was with a girl. That mean, he's still The cheap. petty if part of my brain wanted to be like, girl, run, he's cheap. Like on Boomerang, <laughs> the movie. Remember when she was over the fence with the signs? Like, leave him, girl. 
<laughs> Look, but she she might be like, that's okay. I like McDonald's. And it's like, right. okay, girl, we're cute. Ooh, Chile. But I mean, I guess Chile. that was probably the most awkward that I yeah. could think of where it sucks because the person's really cool and I love what he's about and what he represents. Online, he's like all for the people and this, that, and the other. So for him to be... Not for the people, in my opinion, by that kind of... For the cheaple. <laughs> <laughs> but that was mine. What's yours, Asante? So I have a fresh one for you because you reminded me of something really, <laughs> really funny that happened to me. So years ago, because back when I was working at a restaurant, I always have this mentality that if I'm like working too much, I don't need to be dating. Like I need to get all this done before I can even think about that. But back there was like a period in restaurant where I was just kind of <laughs> going out with anybody. And there was this guy that I used to work with. Not like ain't anybody. I know that sounds bad, but I was just going out. I was like, you know what? I'll go out on a date with you fine. Like whoever it was, if I felt like they was worthy. Like me, like me. <laughs> so somebody that I used to work at a restaurant with, he like finally worked up the nerve. He was like, hey, like, you know, I miss coming in with you every other week. You know, it's joking, blah, blah, blah. Like we should go out. And I was like, okay, cool. So we go out on a date hey, to a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh-oh. Don't want to meet your um, mama. The restaurant he took me to was a restaurant that he used to work for or like uh, the he used to work for like the group. So he thought he was going to get a discount, this whole thing. But it was like a really popping restaurant. Nice. Uh, and little did he know, I used to work for this restaurant group too. So like we had a place. I'm like, oh, I know this restaurant. Like didn't really eat there because, you know, that ain't really my scene. But he wanted to go here. So we there. So I like at the front, I knew the hostess randomly. And he's thinking because he just knows me to just randomly know people. He's like, oh, you always just know somebody. I'm like, yeah, that's so random. Because in my mind, I'm thinking I don't think she'd still be working there. Anyway, so we sitting there. We having dinner. Good ass time. I'm learning things about him that are like turning me off. <laughs> So I learned. As he's talking? Yes. So like I knew him from working and I knew he did music, but I was never interested. We worked different shifts. So like the few times we would see each other it would be funny shit in between. But um, and that's why I thought about going out with him. I was like, we used to laugh. Like, let's see like what he's really like. I found out, oh, I should not say this part out loud. Um, I found out that he was in a he did music. He did music and he was in a group, like a non-conventional group. And I was kind of like, okay, you know, this is cool. What the hell does that mean? I cannot. I you mean don't like his relationship at home? What? You mean like he was in like a thruple? No, no, he was in a music group. It was. But, but what makes a music group unconventional? Like Hootie and the Blowfish? It was a boy band that was marketed for a different place. He's you in a K pop group? <laughs> No, he was in a, a boy band. A boy, that's a boy band marketed for a that different is. place. He was in. He did like Riverdance, <laughs> um, Chippendale. Please don't have him. Chippendale. He was anyway, a stripper. Anyway, he was a stripper. Anyway, Chippendale. Anyway, so once I found out some of this stuff, I was he like, Riverdance. You know, it's one thing if you if you do something and you like talented or it looks cool. But it was still like, you know, probably very on in the process or so it looked. But he told I know me he wasn't in the clan. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I wouldn't be on no date I with know. nobody in no clan. I know. That's it, a, a boy band that's a clan. Marketed to a different group of people, Charlie. <laughs> you know, the Migos is a boy band. So like, you know. It was oh, it was famous. Well, no, they weren't. They're not famous. I mean, maybe now you know somewhere. the Migos is famous. But I'm saying the, that's a boy He's band. He's talking though. about the the boy he went on a date with, Dustin. Anyway, with the bands. Anyway. You went on a date with Katie got bands. <laughs> I just want to get to the bad part. Drive the boat, please. This is already bad. I, that part is really bad, and I don't want to get into that part. Look, you deflected all you needed, so here, let me. To, no, I'm trying to think. He ain't going to say it. I'm not going to say it. It was so bad. I was really sitting there like, 
So my first thought was, how do I get out of here? Because I was like, I really, like, there would be no way I could really date somebody. In my mind, like, dating someone and dealing with them being serious about what they were doing, I was like, this ain't for me. I can't do this. And I had to be real with myself in that moment. But before I could even... How could you tell this story without telling us what it is? I really cannot tell you what it is. <laughs> is that is bad? Is that dead of a giveaway? Was it nigga in B2K? <laughs> God damn. Like, what? Like, I mean, what is it? He's in Pretty Ricky? He's in no. prison? I was, a prison boy no. band? That's that definitely a boy band marketed to a different group of people. Prison. Right, that's actually really funny. Um, anyway, so we're at this restaurant. They really did go to jail. What? Anyway, that that part was so random. That has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. Uh, Um, we're at the restaurant. The bill is about to come, and before the bill comes, she goes to the bathroom. And so I'm talking to like one of the managers there. (gasps) He did not dine and dish. No, he did not. No, he did not. That's not where we were about to go. Uh, I'm talking to one of the managers and somebody else comes up to the table. It's an, a different manager who I don't know. And uh, they're returning the card because when he went to the bathroom, he gave somebody his card. And she was like, uh, do you know uh, both of them to the manager that I knew? And she was like, oh, I know him. I don't know the other guy that he's with. He's like, OK, well, he gave me his employee card and his card and the employee card is no longer active. And I want to run the card. And so she was like, OK, well, just put the discount on there and run the card. So she put the discount on there because I'm there. And he ran the card and the card didn't go through. So then I'm sitting there like, oh, Lord. Oh, so man. then the, the lady that I, that I knew, she was like, I don't know about this one. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I already figured that out. But this was like, all right, cool. Like, I don't got to be a dick about, you know, dipping out on it. Long story short, because it got really embarrassing, actually, because I said I would take care of it because they ran his card twice. And then he had some story I didn't care about. Then he asked the manager, the one that I didn't know, he was like, you know, could you just do something for me, blah, blah, blah. My manager, the one that I used to work with, she just took care of the bill. She was like, I'm going to just take care of this because honestly, you don't need to pay for this and I want to see what's going to happen. <laughs> and so we sat back and watched. He insulted the other manager and started having like this whole fit and like being really weird. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, you don't, you're the broke one he here. He's embarrassed. Yeah, and he thought that was going to save face. But in my mind, you used to work for this group and you're supposed to like be saving face to come back here and you're doing this. And, and then I said, and I'm here. You can't do this while I'm here. Like, I don't care who you are and what you're doing. You cannot act like this when you're with me. Like, just because we out. And it's not even that I'm anybody. I just don't want to deal with anybody throwing a fit or having a fucking scene. Yeah, kind of So it's like, you too. a fucking child and you broke. <laughs> and like, if you didn't have it, talk to me and we can figure something out. So I could just be like... My manager took care of it. Don't worry about it. And next time we could just go out for drinks. But I was already no longer interested anyway by that point. So we definitely wasn't going to do that. But yeah, that was very embarrassing because he was really like going in, like insult the way he was insulting people. And I was like, this is weird. You already are not. I I don't think I've ever been in a card decline situation. You've never been in one of those? Where someone's card declined? I, I mean, obviously I would just pay for it, but I've never been put in that position. I a, have been in a position where they like low key wanted want you to pay for half. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't know how to say it. So they're like, "Woo, thinking this back, bill is high." You're like, "Oh my god, I got it." Now that you actually say that, thinking back, that was the only time it happened, and I thank God that Diane was there that night because she took care of that shit. She was like, "I'm gonna just." Because I was going to pay. I was nice. like, I actually had it too. I was like, "I'm gonna just take care." Like I did not. This would not have been where I wanted to go. But fine. And she was like, it's nothing. <laughs> but that's because of what, the way I was in service. I go places sometimes. People remember how I treated them and of how course. we were. And see, that's why him doing the scene and all that, 
you taking away from all that. You're making my value go down. And why are <laughs> you even that. cussing them out when you're the one whose car got declined? And they took care of it. And low-key, you know when your car is going to get declined. Right. And like, I don't know why he even teetered on that line. Go check your balance in the bathroom and give them a card on the way out. Don't do right, it before. Yeah, <laughs> like, real, real. Come on, for real. And then now that they pay, be embarrassed and leave quickly. Don't be embarrassed and throw a fit and have a or scene. Or be grateful and take your ass on down the street. That shit, ooh. Oh, or I just wouldn't have taken you out to eat if I knew that my finances were low. I would have like tried to come up with something else that you know. Let's go walk the High Line or I'm a so festival somewhere. There's live music all the time for free in Prospect Park and Summer Jam. Like not Summer Jam in the studio. The, <laughs> the studio <laughs> live music. The summer. What is it? The summer thing in the in Central Park. Summer stage. Summer thank stage. you. Summer stage. Just literally, you just walk up and y'all can chill and grab some tacos and beer or whatever they have in the food stands. Like. And honestly, don't take me to dinner any damn way. Because I'm already calculating, first of all, leaving my house. And this is just where I'm at right now. It hasn't always been like this. But I'm just like always thinking about, okay, how quickly will this be over? Damn. And so when I get there, if you're not catching me, I'm already sketching out like, okay, so we can get maybe a drink in, two drinks. Okay, I need to be done by the appetizer. Make sure he doesn't <laughs> order any food. Or like, you know. Damn, I, you know, I'll be thinking about that sometimes. But why go? Right. What do you mean? Well, that's because... <laughs> that's a whole nother episode That's a whole nother episode so that's, like going down, that's, why going. I, that's why I started Unicorn versus the one on one But that's a whole nother episode I love going on dates I love it I think it's one of the most fun things That I could spend my time doing What's the most fun date you've curated? I've curated myself mm-hmm. Oh man Put us um, on game I don't even know where to start Because I like to make experiences personal So you name it, I've done it. I have taken people to carousels on dates before. Oh. Like, I've taken people to, well, this is New York, so like Broadway shows are a great date, I think, because mm. it's loud enough where you can still, well, depending on what the production is, you know, it lends itself to just the right amount of conversation versus a movie. Um, I love This is New York, so a lot of meetups for me uh, take place at like bars and restaurants. Even though a meal isn't, a meal is usually people's go-to. When you think about a date, you generally think about like dinner in a movie or something like that yeah but Which in I'm new york over. yeah you get yeah. burnt out on that yeah you know so activities are really a great way to kind of go around that and end up doing something that people will remember have a fun date where you can kind of get to know people's strengths their weaknesses pick their brain you know see how they handle certain scenarios yeah but <clears throat> because we're in New York, I do spend a lot of my time at like restaurants on dates. Mm-hmm. It's just like anything else in New York. You have so many business meetings at restaurants. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, it's just the culture Everything here. Happens, so, um, <laughs> no Cephas. So oh I, um, I actually enjoy mm-hmm. going out to eat with people. I do. I enjoy getting to know different types of cuisine, you know, like, Pushing myself, seeing if people have enough wherewithal to make sure that they don't have anything in between their teeth while we're there. It's just things you get to know about a person when you go out to eat with them. Yeah. So I enjoy that. Um, And I just think planning is like the ultimate thing here. I think that if you're going to ask somebody out on a date, then you need to plan it so that it's a memorable experience for the both of you, right? Do simple stuff like think of of specific things that are attached to them and their personality and their life that you can sort of like... Attention to detail. Yeah, you can kind of groom a date from that. Like um, if you know that they... 
work at, I don't know, or if you know that they love Marvel, you know what I mean? And Comic-Con is here. Surprise them, you know, don't tell them where you're going, just tell them to dress comfortable and surprise them with Comic-Con tickets and walk around the Expo Center and really, you know what I mean? Immerse yourself with that. Um, Another thing that's critically important to me, at least for me, is like keeping your cool on a date. Right. When things go left, say you are going to like wing it and just walk in into a restaurant without a reservation. But there's like a 45 minute wait, hour wait. You know, you don't panic and figure out somewhere else to go. No, accept that wait and then tell the person, you know, hey, let's go do something else during that time. Let's go take a walk in this neighborhood or let me go show you something. If you know some actually do the research before you go. Find something of interest in the area so that you're prepared. If you have that moment, right. you can then say, in New York, you're you definitely going to have a lot of lows. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's a lot of things to look at in other cities, too. You know, so many of our friends travel and we see, we keep up with that shit via their Instagram stories or however. But we see them. A lot of my friends do tourist shit. You know what I mean? So, like, they go to different cities and they hit different museums, different yeah. stuff. I usually take mental notes so that if I'm in other places, I know something to do. I usually oh, like to have a, a date in other idea. places. So, yeah, you know, you need to have something, somebody and something to do in every city you go to. You know what I do find interesting? Because this is going to be my first time dating and being a non-drinker. Mm-hmm. And drinking is such a big part of the culture. It loosens you up. When you're like socializing, people usually like, do you want to go grab a drink? You go to dinner, you drink, you go to a bar, obviously you can drink. So I'm kind of fascinated. I hung out with a dude. It wasn't a date to me. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And I remember when he texted me because I had bumped into him outside of the Anita Baker concert. It's someone I went to school with and I was like in love with this dude for Mm -hmm. years. So the odds of us bumping into each other. um, We're coming out the Uber, remember? And when the door opened, he's just standing there. I was like, come on. (laughs) Right. And then we both looked at each other like, yeah, right. He still look good for (laughs) I haven't seen him since 2003. Like, how did he look? Great, the same, but mm. grown and and handsome. And mm. so he was like, "Yo, we gotta chill." I'm like, "Yes, absolutely, please." And, and so, so <laughs> when he sent me the text, it was, "Let's grab drinks." And I was like, "This is the awkward part because when I say I don't drink." That opens up an automatic like, yeah. ah, really? And I'm like, I'm not having this combo, you know? I, and so I was already trying to gauge, like, let's see what his response is going to be. And I loved his response because when I said I don't drink, he goes, fine, we can grab tea. I have a great yes. tea spot. And he knew a tea spot. It was like just smooth. It just kept going. And I was like so appreciative that he didn't go on to this long tangent. Well, why don't you drink? I don't know. Yeah. Really? How long you ain't been drinking? How long you ain't been drinking? And why is that? Even so you though, don't drink at all? Not even wine? Not, all that bullshit. Right. I hate it. It's like let people just honor their lifestyles. I didn't question you. Like, why we got to go drink? Why, why, we- <laughs> you got, why you already got kids? <laughs> right. No, you didn't. How long you been drinking? Don't you know that affects your sperm count? You know, like-, like literally. So, but even though when we did link up, it was one of the first things he asked. Mm-hmm. He was like, so I have to know why don't you drink? Is it like a health thing? And I was like, oh, do we really have to have a little convo about it? Can it just be that I don't? Right. <laughs> but it was cool. It was fine. I answered him and then we sat and drank our tea and then chilled. And it was cool. But I am curious now, you know, how drinking is such a thing where people really look at you as if you're saying it in judgment when you say that you don't drink. They kind of always look at you like, oh, 
like, okay. I'll just be like, only a drunk would have a problem with it. <laughs> I was going to say, because you know when you, when, you know, you part of the drinking process and I'm one of them that's part of the process, you yeah. know when, you know when you're one of those people that is out with people and they get drunk, you're like, oh, I can't be out here. Like, I got to get fucked up too. Like, as opposed to it being like... It only makes sense because you're sober and everyone else is like that that's kind a of terrible experience. it kind of what made grits and biscuits a little bit strange for me because mm-hmm. it's not a sober event not yeah. saying that i only go to sober events but everyone was so sauced mm-hmm. and i was so not and then it kind of just the division was so apparent yeah. <laughs> and then um another thing too was i have a friend i won't say her name obviously but she just started dating again and she uh was hanging out with this person and they immediately were like you want to drink? And she was like, already? Like, it was like, they just got to, they were like five minutes into the date. He was already like trying to just get her drunk. Like, boom, boom, boom. Like, let's get into it. Cause he just felt like, you know, it'll, it loosens you up and takes the edge off. And then you kind of start losing your inhibitions and all this. And she said it was weird how like quick to it he was to throw that in the equation. Like, I need you drunk. Did he say that? To her, like, he was like, let's loosen up or whatever. Because I do know this. Yeah. Sometimes guys take advantage of the opportunity to be quick with the suggestion of a drink like that to show that they're willing to, like, pay for drinks. It's no problem. You know, some guys are weird and cheap about that. Well, they were already at the date. Yeah. They were already at the date that he, like, had offered. So it was like he didn't have to impress her further, you know? Yeah. She just felt it came too quick. Too pushy. Like, we didn't even get into a combo yet. And you're already like, what do you want to drink? Yeah, she was like, okay. They call it liquid courage. <laughs> that too, and they and call it, helps it some um, people. the uh, the truth serum or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's so weird that people feel like they have to get fucked up to do to like to tell you the truth or whatever. And it's like, just tell me, like, let's just get to know each other. But they, I guess it's like when you drink so much, it's like you're gonna say a little bit of anything. So let's see what you say when you get Loosens tipsy. You up, and I get it. Not everyone feels comfortable connecting sober because yeah. it's it's like. It it takes a real skill to do that. Like you mm-hmm. have to be really tapped in. Anyone can connect when you're drunk. Because <laughs> yeah. we're all I like, tell myself not to smoke before a date. Because sometimes I'll be like, I mean, I still hit it a little bit, but I'm like, don't get as high as you're gonna get for this date, right? Because you're about to go on a date. So oh, was, that's another thing too. Like, because I'm still gonna smoke. A dude coming to the date and he's high as fuck. I'm mm-hmm. gonna be there high. You just I'm have not to gonna know gonna that be, about me. I don't know. That low key might turn me off. Yeah, I can't yeah, lie. Absolutely not. Like, but at the same, like you're high as I'm not talking about kind of high where like you know some people take a little edge off and just chill. I'm talking about you are high, like Like, your eyes are red. No, you don't do that. And there's ways that you can literally hit a joint or whatever outside of the place before you walk in and still not appear. completely just out of touch and just slam (laughs) to your face and like you know that's not fun being around that yeah so but I I am showing up a little high because I know you're probably going to want to get drunk and I don't care like alcohol is cool for me but I can go without drinking yeah Yeah. so if I know you're about to have a drink well at least I'm already high so get fucked up as you want to and I have another joint in case you get fucked up for real so (laughs) see for me personally like if I'm on a date I need to be comfortable to even like engage in any of that shit anyway around you I'm not just going to meet you and then like and let sauce. you see me smoking or like, you know, just get, let's go just completely yeah. get drunk the first time we around each okay, other. Fair, you know, I don't yeah. even know if you're going to make sure I get in the Uber. You know what right. I'm saying? So no, you let's know you, fill I'm this make sure you out, the Uber, so. you know, through and the as first a woman. Hello. Right. You really have to be concerned Are about you your safety. Me? So what? yeah. 
let's fill it out for a couple minutes, see how the conversation flows, see how, you know, this feels. And as I get comfortable and you get comfortable, then we both be adults about the things that we decide to do together. Yeah. yeah. And that was the thing that my friend was telling me that he kept pushing the drinking thing. And then finally she was like, why is this such a thing for you? Like, why do you want me drunk? He was like, it just makes things easier. Like he's like, it's just easier if we're both just drunk. What's what the fuck is the things that's being made? I easy? mean, you obviously got to he's he trying to, to smash. You know, he's like, it's easier to smash. <laughs> he must have had a belly. Uh, no, I mean, I get it. Some <laughs> people just feel awkward, so it is what it is. But I'm curious, sober dating. Well, we good luck with that. Thank but hopefully, you. you have somebody that follows a couple of these rules that we're gonna go over really quickly to just make sure that daytime, oh, like, you know. Good things for everybody involved. Okay, we already mentioned staying cool under distress no matter what happens. Another thing is the setup before the date. So, like, as you lead into this experience, this is for the people that initiate the date, right? If you ask someone out, tell them, you know, little bits of pieces of information that are necessary, like how to dress, you know what I'm saying, or what time naturally to be wherever you're going. But keep some things, you know, leave a few things to their imagination so that they, there can be that moment of, you know, surprise, nice surprise on the date. Like maybe tell you where we're going, but not everything we're doing while we're there. Maybe have another part, you know, another part of the day planned after that's near wherever you were going first. So you can say, hey, look at this, you know, or let me walk you over here. You know, give a little bit, like they said on the Cosby show when they were doing the family song, give a little shoulder and take it right back you know what I'm saying <laughs> just give a little bit of what you need to have elements of surprise on the date um, activities over meals that's another thing mm-hmm. activities um, they take the focus off of making sure that the conversation stays current and stays going you know while you're on the date if you're in some sort of activity that's what you motherfuckers will be paying attention to remember we did laser tag for Fury's birthday I yes. sure do that would be a cute date I've been on if you hit me and were like meet me at where is it the beer yeah well, let's go play laser unless, tag or even bowling remember we did mm-hmm. Um, bowling at Brooklyn Bowl. Mm-hmm. We bowled the for like was hours. Yep. That was that was when the side got so put out fun. for throwing that little boy down the aisle. Oh my god! Remember the people? It was them uh, MAGA <laughs> people next to us in the oh aisle. Oh my next, god! And Asante sent that toddler down the aisle. No, you know what's crazy? All jokes aside, do you remember that that night there was a couple <laughs> that was dating next to us? It was their date night, and the girl broke her leg. Do you oh, remember yes, that? Yes, I do. Yo, she slipped right she in slipped, front of the lane. Yeah, she slipped and in was the, on the ground for a. Uh, minute the you know, paramedics they, they came her. and we were like talk about nightmare yeah. was she kicked the bowling ball no, no but she went into that part that you know is <laughs> yeah. slippery she kicked Slippery. the bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> I did laser tag. That was embarrassed. I was like, oh no, you break your leg on a day. Damn, not the stanky leg at the bowling alley. Oh my God, not them slippery ass shoes on that floor. Okay. I did laser tag once with somebody for a date, and it was really cute because it was a bridal par- uh, party going on. Cute. And we were both on opposing teams. It was just a bunch of women than us. Are y'all like um, crashed the bri- a bridal party? Oh, well, no, you know when y'all we do laser tag. Oh, uh, well, no. We, that would have been funny as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just watching that. No, but uh, it was laser tag. You know, there's only a certain amount of slots that they have. Yeah. And so their bridal party, there was like uh, there was like four open. And we were like, all right, we're just going to go on with them. Cause That's there, really No cute. point in just us, the two of us, going to do laser tag. They might as well go shoot the it. shit out of them. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My team won. But you didn't get all sweaty? Mm-mm. No. You know, it'd be real nice because it was a bunch. That's fun too. It was though, a bunch of women key. in there too. So they wasn't really running around. So we wasn't really like, you Go know, ahead. in it. 
Like, the night with when y'all, we I'm went, gonna say, like, with y'all, that we meant business. Listen, like, yeah. we were so damn sweaty. Like, my hair, the curls dropped and everything. My neck was wet. I'm like, imagine this being a date. Man, <laughs> we had fun. So that sweaty. was so much fun. That was super fun. No, but on the day, I we kept trying to find each other. So, like, whenever we would see one of the women, we was like, all right, walk. I, you might not be on my team, but you better walk. <laughs> and then they would get shot anyway. Do you like dates where you have to, like, dress up? Or do you like ones that are more casual, like Both. informal? I probably prefer ones where you have to dress up. I can see that. Like, you're I like going to dance. galas and shit. You know what mm. I'm saying? On dates. I like stuff like that. That's cool. But also, also though, you guys know I love experiences. So I'm fine with going to parks. It's never about, like, a date being, like, extra luxe and opulent. Right. That's fun and it's shit. It's nice, but, too, right. but not all the time. But galas, events like that, like, black tie events and stuff, people are in a general, like, mood and, like, have a general tone of their behavior. So modifying your date persona to that environment is a fun thing for me to do. Mm-hmm. I love, like, and the sad this is bad. But like, you're, well, this is bad, but whatever. Oh, like, ahead. I've been on dates before at like galas and it's been a great place to meet other people. Wow, like, for real. Oh yeah, God, like, at, so, but I say that to say that that's <laughs> how I arrived at the no, the the notion <laughs> that these galas and stuff are a great place to meet people. Oh my God. You to are find terrible. your next date. Shopping. You never know. You know, you have one of the you turn around. Hi. Oh, hi. How are you? <laughs> what I do like about that, too, is seeing that your date can hang in different environments. Yeah, exactly. There's something about that that's cool. like And sexy. Yeah, whether it's a luxe event, I like that you can hold your own, or if we're going to go bowl or you know, laser or shoot tag. dice in the hood. Or chill on, on the, the block and yeah. you come meet me on the stoop. I like someone who's down for all of it. I don't yeah. like someone who's too stush and right. won't want to chill on the block, but I also don't want the dude that only too wants to chill never. on the block and yeah. never wants to do anything. And nice. I also don't want the person who is forcing themselves to do that and be all things just for the sake of it. You and have to be naturally able to adapt in any circumstance to make that an interesting thing it can't be something that's forced so please be clear on that and if you're a person who does not want to do all that shit don't force yourself to do it because you're going to be an insufferable cunt while we're there (laughs) and I don't want to deal with that and that's part of dating too like not every day is going to be a great date but at least like you know earlier you saying like uh, don't crack under pressure and don't stress one of of the things that I put in my shoes Oh my lord! One of the things I added to my ninja toolbox was um, don't be a boner killer. Like that's what I called it, and I was just like, don't be like, don't let any moment fuck up your stride. Oh yeah. That, I, I get it now. You just made it make a sense. different kind of killer. Right, that right, was the whole right, point of right. Actually, so, <laughs> like when it, you are in these situations where it's like you normally be, oh hell no, nah. like. How do I say this in a very sexy way <laughs> so we can really mm, move forward? And, I like, I like. Because I, like, I always, and that's like something like when I'm out on a date, you will never know that I'm having a bad time. That's why when I leave, like if I have to leave, it's really like, because yeah. even in that situation, I was still like smiling like, like You like the cool. situation? Like, what? No, I, the situation don't really do it for me like that. Well, what you mean? <laughs> anyway. You know you got to get the I jokes know, off. I know, I know. That's why for a second I was like, I, Cause I thought about the situation and he just don't do, I don't see it and it's not for me and that's okay. <laughs> but anyway, I just think that it's so cool when you meet people that want to be part of your world, but it's not like a trying thing. So it's like, all right, I normally don't do this, but like, let me see what it is. Like when you say people can, that can hang, mm. I think it's dope when you meet people that like necessarily wouldn't hang, but they like, 
step outside of their comfort zone and then they try to that see what too. it's like. Like, I like that too. Because sometimes you'll meet people that are like, oh, no, I don't do it. Like, hard, no. And it's like, we're going to know each other. You might like find something that you like and might be like, I might need to do this again. Same so with don't be food resistant. too. Like, yeah. people oh, that are yes. like, I don't eat that. I don't yeah. Like, be down. And they always say it like that. How do they say it? <laughs> <laughs> Literally like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, the other day, I told someone, let's go grab Ethiopian. They was like, ah, right, right. I'm like, You've never tried it. How you know? How Shit. you know? They're like, you know it looked nasty. Mind. What are you Shit. talking about? Like, people that just want chicken cutlets or we're not, yeah, what is hot this? dogs and fish sticks. Oh, no. That's talking it. about their picky. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they love to say I'm picky. <laughs> I'll never forget when young Miami was going through eater. her refrigerator. Oh, juice. Yeah, like, this my juice right here. This right here, this my juice. <laughs> but be open. And even... <laughs> Honestly, even I have to tell myself that because I'm such a creature of comfort. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of things that sometimes as open minded as I am, I still care very much how I feel in that moment. And sometimes I have to also be like, this is something I probably wouldn't do or partake in. But let's see if it'll be fun. Kind of like when Big Frida had to do that thing in Vegas. Mm The zip line, you know, uh-huh. she was like, oh, ah! <laughs> so she was on it, but she did it. So moments like that, like even um, Dustin say he would do the carousel. I would die if, he, if Dustin, let's say he was like, let's go on the carousel. I'd be like, this is the worst fucking date I ever. Know, that, <laughs> that might be where I draw the line. A carousel? Like, mm-hmm. nah, but no, I would do it you know just because I'm like, you know what? I'll up. try it. But imagine us being up. on different horses. Like, you're on this horse and I'm on this horse and you're looking back at me or I'm looking at you and oh I'm, like, I'm like, we racing. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. I'm reaching out, grabbing your arm and shit and then we walk off. I'm holding you around the waist. You know, it just sets the tone for whatever <laughs> we do Ferris next. Ferris wheels. Ferris wheels are so you can make out. I hate them. That's only for making out and doing it. No, making out, not if you have, like, sickness. What is it? Fear of heights. Yeah. I went on one with Haas, and she was like, let's go on a Ferris wheel in Seattle. You know how they have that Ferris mm-hmm. wheel? I was like, okay. I was like, let me. <laughs> I told her, I was like, I'm going to play cooler, right? She was like, let's just go on it. I was, See, like, freaking out the whole time. And it takes forever. She was in tears laughing so hard. And then, of course, you know how they have to switch out the people? We're at the top. Oh, yeah, hell no. <laughs> See, the problem is when I say no, people be thinking I'm playing. Like, they're like, oh, you're so cute. I'm like, I'm You're like, no, I'm for real. dead like, ass. I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, because I would. What are you not doing that? Uh, You know, you just said Ferris wheel. So, you know, you know, we holding the bags at Six Flags, friend. Um, me you, and you holding Look, that's what I said. You know, we holding all the things Dustin now. Dustin is on. So, somebody was like. Cedar, Cedar Park. With everything. It? At <laughs> Cedar Point with my hands up. <laughs> that's why I just thought to myself, like, y'all could never set me up because you might. Purposely set me up with someone's like, all right, take him on a roller coaster because I'm not doing <gasps> so that. So you don't do roller coasters either, friend. That's why I said we holding the bags. That's right? such a fun <laughs> day too. Amusement parks yeah. are fun. Amusement day. parks are that's fun. That's a fun day. But I can. <laughs> but even if you don't get on the rides, it's still fun. I want to. Low key, that would be the perfect day if you I meet somebody. Slushies. If I meet somebody that can have as much fun in an amusement park as I do without getting on the ride, like that's how you know. Like if you go places with someone and y'all kind of it doesn't have to be the same, but if you're willing to try stuff and y'all see kind of like, all right, we can kind of, this is how we can exist in this type of space. Yeah. Like, that's something to look out for, too. Pussies As together. opposed to, <laughs> hell yeah, shit. One like, you here for the funnel days. cake? Like, yeah, you know the, the funnel, funnel cake is the cake. best in the park. Yo, I'm like, all right, well, so cool. Seen. Six Flags here was one of the best dates I have ever been on since I've been in New York. Cute. I went to, I went on a Six Flags date. 
And with a person who we had, we just had a great time. And it was like drama at the end on us getting back home. We left earlier than we had anticipated leaving. And so we had to figure out how we was going to get back home or whatever. So, but we figured all that out. We ended up in like some town on the way back. Not some town. And we were laughing. It was, a, I'll never forget. It was a street called Throckmorton. And so I was like, that shit sound like a cuss word. And so we we started, oh, he started saying like, we started placing that where cuss words would normally go in sentences. By that time, you know, it was and time now y'all to go. forever have that we, inside To this joke. day, if I show you our text Ew. messages, there's pictures of the street sign in the text messages. We send it to each other. We had so much fun. You know what's really cute too? Now that you're saying amusement parks, you know the San Janeiro street fest in yeah. Little Italy? Okay. Yeah. Where they have like the food mm. and then they have a little, is it like a Ferris wheel or the carousel? It's like at the end. Oh, all the way down. It's there. so <laughs> cute. Down in Little That would Italy be a good day. For summer that, I love street fairs. Yep. Street Those fairs are, are so fun. Things Especially like that. Especially smoke yep. weed. <laughs> but anyway, I love the city too. Like one thing I, I know we were talking about earlier about um, dinner. Like I think about all the time getting back in restaurants just because I loved working in different places and meeting other people that would tell me about other places and That's finding out true. about like restaurant weeks, like shit Especially like that. From foodies that yeah. are like obsessed with. And this in shit. New York, they know where to go. What? It's funny because New York, like when it comes to like things that used to be basic for me in other places, like you can't get it like that here, like Southern food. So going. To other places, like getting other types of food here is so interesting. Like you can get go to the raw bar or fancy ass sushi or fancy fancy ass uh, Chinese. And then you were just talking about the fair down there. Like when you go to the Italian restaurants, and sometimes they'll like make the cheese fresh and shit like that. Mm. Like stuff like that is super dope to me. And I always think to myself, like when I get back in dating season, like I need to have my, I, I have a list of restaurants and places. I to like go. that. I need to actually do that more because one thing I will say about me, as much as I love food. I'm so, I'm a creature of habit as mm-hmm. well. And so I'll go to the same places and people be like, where you want to go? I'll be like, oh, the same place? I, I mean, I'm, I'm low key like that too. Like yeah. I have like a few like places. Like if I know it works, I'm not going. Right. I do know? have, I do have them places now. Cause there's, and, but I'd be scared by, all right, so I've been gone for at least six months. All right, I can go, I can take a date here. Right. And I'm like that too. Cute. So. Well, that's what's up, you guys. I just wanted to have a fun conversation about dates, dating, dating etiquette, and just a way to make that experience fun. Because I heard we were in a dating apocalypse. <laughs> so right. the fact that we are, I don't know how we're going to make a goddamn apocalypse fun, but let's go out with smiles on our faces. <laughs> so. Nightmares are coming home. A powerful, mysterious, and socially provocative film. Us is the latest silver screen nightmare from Academy Award winner Jordan Peele, starring Oscar winner Lupita Nyong'o and Black Panther's Winston Duke as an endearing American family pitted against a terrifying and uncanny opponent themselves. Now you can experience Us at home and dive into revealing bonus features to untether the truth of Us. Available on digital now and on 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray and DVD on June 18th. Get it before before your tethered gets any ideas from Universal Pictures Home Entertainment. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well, easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle like paleo, vegan and vegetarian, pescatarian, keto, gluten-free and omnivore. Green Chef makes cooking easy with dinner options that work around your lifestyle and not the other way around. With Green Chef, it's easy to eat well and discover new recipes every week that you'll love to cook. You can even switch up your meal plan whenever you're ready to try a new way to eat. 
Recipes are quick and easy with step-by-step instructions, chef tips, and photos to guide you along the way. Everything comes pre-measured, perfectly proportioned, and mostly prepped. Recipes even include pre-made sauces, dressings, and spices. Okay, because that's important. (laughs) Enjoy clean ingredients you can trust, seasonally sourced for peak freshness, and delivered right to your door with Green Chef. Uh, Green Chef is really dope because it does come in this really cool insulated box, so you know you're really getting some fresh, fresh food. And then it's still like cool. So you can just put it right in your fridge. You know, if you're one of those people that likes like fresh vegetables, they like prep them and chop them up. So you don't even have to do that and make that look cute. But the menu, the food on the menu was so good. I've been looking at the menus for July. There is (laughs) a Korean steak noodle bowl, pesto and mozzarella pork patties. And they come with really dope sides, too. So I'm really feeling that, you know, get some apricots and pistachios with this grilled harissa spice chicken salad. I mean, so many options. Green Chef is really, really dope. So for a total of $75 off, and that's $25 each of your first three boxes, go to greenchef.us slash friendzone75. That's greenchef.us slash friendzone75 for a total of $75 off. That being said, let's bring in the goddamn wind chime. Yay! <laughs> Not Dustin's wind chime dance. So I was sharing on Insta stories that I was reading this new book and it is called Shakti Rising, Embracing Shadow and Light on the Path to Wholeness. Okay. Mm. I love that because I think especially the with the, the right, especially with the love and light conversations online, it tends to make you feel guilty for the days that maybe you do shitty things mm. <laughs> or you say shitty things or think shitty things when in reality we all do you're not going to be perfect. So it's more so about the integration of the parts of you that you may not, you know, feel too proud of. And it's really how to work with them as opposed to resisting them or pretending that they're not there. So I love this book because it breaks down ways to do that. It breaks down ways to befriend your shadow and your light and kind of integrate them on your path to wholesomeness, like it said. So they had a meditation in it that I, there's tons of activities and, and ways to work through it. But this one in particular, I loved because I felt like it was so practical And something that's easy to remember and integrate into your day-to-day practices when you're dealing with stress, you know, high stress levels, or you just, everyone needs a time to pause. Sometimes you just kind of need to sit still, stillness. So I was reading and I was like, I have to share this on the show. So it'll be a nice quick meditation. So it's called the pause between breaths. So it says, (laughs) Dustin's in meditation pose, set aside 15 to 20 minutes when you will not be disturbed. Sit comfortably in a chair with both feet on the floor, hands resting in your lap. Close your eyes gently. Take a slow, deep breath through your nose. Exhale fully. Relax your body. This time using the breath to melt tension in any parts that are stiff or tight. Now bring attention to the breath without trying to change it. Notice the movement of the chest and belly as you breathe, the temperature and feel of the air as you inhale and exhale, and the direction of the breath as it enters in and exits out the body. Notice that at the end of the inhalation, there's a tiny pause And at the end of the exhalation, there's a slightly longer pause. 
Shift your attention to these pauses where the breath seems to turn upon itself. Notice the stillness that is present in these pauses. In the midst of these pauses, the mind comes to a standstill. Now lie down for a few minutes and rest. Practice this twice a day, first thing in the morning and before dinner. I love that because it's just 15 to 20 minutes twice a day you can do this at work maybe not the lying down part because i'll be like girl you okay (laughs) um (laughs) but i think it's something practical easy to remember and it's so interesting because i never really i love when you read things like this and it brings your awareness to something that you do and it's like there is a little pause when you take attention yeah when you take that inhale There is a little pause at the top of it. And then when you release it, there's this longer pause at the end of it that you just naturally do. You're supposed to hold the smoke a little bit anyway. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So for this meditation to bring the awareness to those pauses is awesome because it's like, oh, wow, I see something I did not see before. And then it's also a good thing, a good way to help you stay present because I think we are also... uh, fragmented like our brains are on 10,000 projects we're doing and then 15 apps that we're running in between Mm. and then your friends and your life and dating and dating bills and family so anytime that you can do something like this that's nice for yourself where you just kind of focus on a pause and a breath like Mm -hmm. that's so great and a nice way to kind of regroup and reset and Bring it all in for a second, just in those days where you're like, I need to chill out. I need to work on my nervous system. So this is that pause button that we literally always talking about. Focus on your pause. The meditation is called The Pause Between Breaths. The book is called Shakti Rising, Embracing Shadow and Light on the Path to Wholeness. Wonderful, friend. And that's this week's wellness segment. I hope you enjoyed that. Put a pin in it. I know you guys always make me so happy when you write down the little post-it notes you'll write down like the breathing ratios or things that you can put on your near your desk or by your monitor and remember to tap in when you need to i love that we make those available to you so check that out let me know how that feels and that's it asante what you got for us mr music man oh yeah (laughs) it's the music man segment a lot of music's come out <laughs> since Tuesday. <laughs> it's now Friday. <laughs> There's more music out. Haven't had a chance to listen. It's not a bad so thing. You guys have to just be patient. Going to get through as much as we can. Um, Nikki dropped Megatron last week. Hey. Um, there was a visual to go with it. She's looking great. Um, Mix, Mix Moscato is still available for purchase. Go out and get you some. Love the song. Loving the song, loving the visual, loving the fact that Nikki is back and she is not talking trash. She's giving us good music. So I can't wait to see what this era is going to look like for her. That's what I'm looking forward to. Me too. Yeah. Did you like the the song and the video? I did, actually. Did you hear them together or one before the other? I Did I hear them together? No, I heard the the song. I went on Spotify and listened to it. And then what I was telling you guys when we recorded this the first time I'm around. I remember what we covered. <laughs> was that I love that they told everyone when the, the video or the visual was dropping. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a link that was released. And then when you clicked it, as opposed to it just redirecting you straight to the YouTube, you know, the unlisted YouTube, which is what people usually do. Yeah. There was like a countdown 
And it was like these graphics that showed up on a white screen. And it was like five, four, three. And I was like, oh, how cool is this? It was like, you know, I don't know. It made it more of an experience. Yeah. I like things like that. Yeah. You reminded me when you said that. <laughs> um it reminded me of back when J-Lo, her first single, um, when it came out, the website for it was like the video and it was very interactive. Like it looked like you were spying on her in the video. Oh, on the I website, do remember like the fake that. Web cameras. And I thought back it was so cute because that was back when like Mac was like first really on that shit and the QuickTime player, you still would see the shit load in. Oh my God. Yeah, I miss those days when Quick they had time interactive components. The rollouts, the interactive yeah. rollouts. I definitely, it kind of, I mean, obviously a little countdown isn't that, but you know, it just still gave special. me that nostalgia. Like yeah. Solange dropped the Mike Jones phone number. He could hear the clip it, uh, yes. the, clip the snippets. And then yeah. I saw people uh, on IG stories, you know, in real time posting the countdown. So mm. it was like we were all sitting waiting <laughs> yeah, for waiting this video this, yeah. to come on live, which I thought was cool. What did you think, Dustin? I loved it. You just loved it. I thought Megatron was a great I mean, video. Playing it out. He I love the real. song. Mm-hmm. It's a it's it's quintessential Nicki Minaj. It's exactly what we want from Nicki Minaj. So the fact that we got it without all the fluff and the the Sheol and Hades that came with the Queen era. I'm just so glad that we don't have to deal with none of that and we can just enjoy her art. Thank you. This is what we wanted. Bars, a good beat, a great video. I'm happy. You like the video? Yeah, I do. Shorty's a Megatron. (laughs) Speaking of all of those things, this actually takes us back to the beginning, back to the one Trina dropped her project, The One, mm. and uh, Nikki's uh, actually featured on a track on the project along with a bunch of other heavy hitters, might I say. Um, Nicki Minaj had the track with Trina called Baps. Everybody's been going crazy over. Trina's dropped a lot of visuals for this project so far, so I'm excited and hopeful for what the uh, visual for Baps is going to look like. Like, that's what I want to, that's what I just want to see it now. But um, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the project, the one, please check it out. There's tons of great music on there. It shows how relevant Trina still is and all the things that she's been doing along the way and how she still holds true to all of the things that make Trina, like how she supports the newer young ladies, how she actually supports all the young ladies, rather. I love that. Um, There's just so many elements and components of Trina that I could really go over and love, but I really want people to go press play. Um, I actually went to iTunes and purchased you know, Ooh. normally I go straight to the Apple Music or something and be like, all right, let me listen to this. But I actually went on ahead and, and bought the Trina before nice. I listened to it. So, you know, I'm not saying everybody should do the same, but if you're feeling it, that good? go ahead and listen. Yeah, it it's that great. It's that great. I mean, Two Chains is on there, Lil Wayne's on there, Plies, Boosie. And these are just people that you know, like for people that you might not be familiar with on the project. Well, actually, people you should definitely be familiar with before I even go there. Rico Love, um, that's I know you were saying. <laughs> All of the Rico Love production on the album is stellar. He was originally, when Trina was first working on this album a few years ago, Rico Love kind of took over the helm and it was supposed to be executive produced by him. And they released um, Fuck Love um, and, or no, Real One. They released a song called Real One um, back in the day that was really, really dope. And it was the start of like some collaborations. They worked together before, yeah. but it was the start of like the collaborations for this project. And so all the songs that he produced, Water, um, all of them, they're just great. Yeah. I love this album. Are they like album. R&B? That some are R&B tinged, but like he produced Fuckboy, which is one of the hardest street oh, records okay, on the okay. album. I wasn't sure so, if he did stuff outside of R&B. Yeah, Rico and, Love put them glasses on and went to work. And I'm glad you mentioned Fuckboy because um, Fuckboy features, she actually put the remix on there featuring Molly Brazy and Tokyo Jets. 
And um, I thought that it was dope that she had that them name, on there. Molly Brazy. Yeah. yeah, and I and I love Tokyo Jets. I've been <laughs> listening to her. I'm Tokyo sorry, Jets, shit. right? Like uh, Tokyo <laughs> Jets, she has a song with Cash Doll that I really, really love. Um, oh my god, uh, yes. I'm looking for a boy. Yeah, that's right. that's like like Cash Doll. Kills that And Tokyo does great You know it's a great song Like Tokyo Versace music. store For my decor <laughs> Like the it. moment she starts And turns around and goes, She's like I'm looking for a daddy hey. And I'm like Okay Cash Go on <laughs> Go off Go in But back to the young ladies I love that Trina shows That she supports everybody She included them on the remix And she also has Light Skin Keisha On the project You know that's somebody From the ATL That I talk about Because right. I love me Some Light Skin Keisha um, She's on the track Called On His Face And there's a visual Out for this song On His Face Yeah On His right. Face yeah. And it's just what you think it is <laughs> Uh, the visual that's out uh, has Lice and Keisha's in it. That's why I watched it, just to see them together. But it also has comedian Pretty V in it being like super ridiculous and it's funny as fuck to me. But Pretty V was looking like Carly Red to me. I was like, oh my God. I don't know why I had to say that. But What is it with y'all? Because XD was on. <laughs> he says she looked like Charlie Baltimore. I'm Talking like, about Pretty V? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the fact that both of y'all have completely... You know why. <laughs> but, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> we to, we play that game a lot, but we've been watching B. Simone's show too. Oh, so okay. That's we, why. We've been having a good ass look at Pretty TV and Summerella and whoever and K Camp, like all these people he that she had say, come on there. He just say to watch that. Yeah, Fran, no. <laughs> Fran, no. I, look, I consume a lot of trash. Baby and boy. I, I, I mean, <laughs> baby girl. <laughs> what are you doing? Turmoil. What are you Confusion. Doing? Disaster. <laughs> like just the little shit that they do. Like for a while I was resistant. <laughs> but I couldn't he stop surrendered. watching, I must say. <laughs> so yeah, um, also another heavy hitter, because Trina, we could literally go on for days the whole episode. Another heavy hitter that dropped, I uh, must say, Gucci Mane dropped Illusions of Grandeur. Give it up for Guwap, please. He's still here. I still can't get over his physique. Man. He and the album are great. Man. <laughs> like, when I tell you doing the greatest, like, top of his game, <laughs> like... How long has he been in the game? Uh, Over 10 years. Mm. Over 10 years. Like, probably longer than that. I want to say maybe 15, but that might be pushing. I just remember being in, like... Middle school, high school, when everybody was dropping their tees and Gucci Mane had black tea. That was like one of the ones I heard. That's a whole other thing. There were, I don't know why everybody came out with a tea. Like there was the white tea, there was the black tea, then the Crips are, are, came out with theirs and the Bloods had theirs. And I was like, uh-uh, we getting gang related. <laughs> I was so young when all that was happening. Anyway, back to Gucci. Uh, the project is 18 tracks, uh, a lot of features. A lot of features. Yeah, because you know how people always were like, well, who they got on the album? A lot of features, but I actually really appreciate a lot of the songs that don't have any features, but I think that's just because I really like Gucci a lot because uh, I'm looking at Human Chandelier and, how, and Look At Me Now, I'm Proud of You. Like, all of those are really, really good. But um, on one of the songs, I love the fact, one of the songs, which one is it? On Special, I like the fact that he says he don't got to rock diamonds to make him special because he's special, like, shit like that. And that's the one that features Unwell AA. Mm, okay So yeah. you got a little Latin trap in there Yep And there's also Yeah Have you heard of Nave Monho N-A-V-E With the accent And then M-O-N-J-O Mm-mm. Not okay. familiar Alright I didn't know if you know But yeah 
Anwell, was he the one that was like locked up or he just got locked up recently? Like, I know he won the Latin Trap Award this year. I don't know if he got locked up. He won like the Latin Trap Award uh, for Billboard uh, this year, actually. Nice. But, uh, That's dope. Some legal stuff happening with his ass. So. Oh, shit. Shout out to Gucci for keeping the hood. Um, <laughs> speaking of keeping the hood, he also features Justin Bieber on there. Love Through the Computer. Okay. Yeah, that was, it's an interesting track. It's real bouncy and dope, which I hate that I always think if I hear bounce music, I need to hear Frida, but that's always what I think. I'm always like, oh, okay, somebody should call hey, Frida. Homage. Or should have called Frida. Because you hear all this bounce, but you never hear Frida attached to it no more. And it's like, why are y'all still not doing this? Like, why is it still not the wave? So, yeah, nothing against Gucci on that, though. Still love Gucci to death. He has a feature with uh, Jeremiah called Hands Off. Real nice and catchy. I like that Jeremiah has been delivering on his features as of late, and he hasn't done anything weird like sending out a replacement on stage. So, yeah, the Gucci Mane's project is the shit. Definitely check it out. Um, and with that said, let's just go on ahead and get into some of our listens lately. And um, Fran, I would like for you to start. Me? Yeah, you know, ladies first. Why me? No. Um, you know, you always got to kick it off because everybody <laughs> always wants to know, what's Fran listening to? <laughs> what's she singing to herself and hitting the notes on? Right. So I, I have this um, playlist. That it's not public. It's just one of mine. It's called Rose Quartz. You might as well publish it then. I might as well, right? Go ahead and put it up. Um, It's called Rose Quartz. And it's just like a bunch of songs that I love that are just like really chill. And you know what I love about Spotify is when you let a playlist run out, it kind of keeps going and suggests records that fall along the same BPMs. Mm -hmm. And so that's how you end up. Well, at least I should speak for myself. That's how I end up discovering a lot of artists. I was in the shower and this artist comes. I literally hopped out of the shower. You ever do that? that? (laughs) Because you don't want to miss it. I'm like, wait, who is this? I need to know. And I hopped out to, you know, catch the name before the song went away. And it said Jayla Darden. You know, you leave your little wet footprints going uh-huh. down <laughs> the living room. <laughs> it said Jayla Darden. Uh, the record is called Reminder. And this is what it sounds like. Dope, right? Yeah. So that was a pleasant surprise. That's one thing I love about these streaming services. It's problematic as they tend to be, but they do put us on to a lot of artists that we might not have access to. Now, you know, you want a bonus to what you uh, said about the playlist continuing? Yeah. Since you made that playlist on Spotify, on your computer, uh, select, make similar playlists and see what songs pop up on that one too. Oh, cool. Because that'll pop up. Because sometimes when I'm trying to finish a playlist or fill in the blank, like that'll come up with other songs from an artist or mm-hmm. other songs that, you know, come to their related artists. Too. Yeah. And those will hit just as hard. Too. Oh, you mean what comes up at the bottom? It's almost no, 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 like. No, because, no, you know, when you're making a playlist, it thinks you want to add these songs. Yeah, like not the, list. Not those, but sometimes that do hit. I like, mean, those Like when you have enough songs at least in they're the playlist, a good reminder. You're right, like, like, oh, yeah, I do like this song, too. I and I love that they give you the option. That, shout out to Spotify. Super hard. I love that they give you the option to hit play right there and preview it before you decide whether you actually want to put it on there or not. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that makes some little playlist. That's 
gonna ask. I'm gonna, gonna try that. That's a really good tip. And then more on the party side because it is summer. Yes. And we're gonna be on rooftops, and I know a lot of Partying, DJs party, right? So there's a song that I and it's Friday, and it's Friday. I can sing that song. This is a perfect Rebecca Black. Shout out <laughs> to her. It's Friday, Friday. <laughs> you fucked up right now. <laughs> the song is called Tete Ma. And it's by Ravani and Diamond Platinums. And you guys, are Diamond you ready? Platinum. Here we go. It's Oh I just had to wait till that part. That part takes me out every time. Uh. Okay, because it start breaking down right there. <laughs> so that's Ravani. I know you guys will be like, how do you spell it? R-A-Y-V-A-N-N-Y. And the song is Tetema, T-E-T-E-M-A. Definitely check it out. It is so good. I've literally had this song on repeat for like the past couple of weeks. I added it to my drama playlist. Those of you that follow me on Spotify, that one is public. That's what I... Basically, any like Afrobeat records or anything from the islands, I tend to put up on there just because it's a good summer vibe. So check that out. And those are my two. Wonderful. Right, Ma. What about you, Dustin? What you been listening to lately? Uh, first, first of all, eight years ago last week, Beyonce's four album drop. Yeah. So shout out to that to <sighs> nugget of musical history. Yeah. <laughs> I Miss You is my favorite song on that record. Um, I love that song. Miss you. Right, like every day. Uh, as far as what I've been listening to, lady, lady. <laughs> what you been listening to lately? Anna Sante. <laughs> so what I've been listening to lately, though, the most is this rapper out of Detroit um, named 42 Doug. 42. Um, he has a song called Dog Food that I'm obsessed with. Um, and it goes a little something like this. We gon' get him gone. Lil' cuss gon' work the rod, I had to send him home. I'm doing 45 a day and that's on any phone. Dog food. Young get 50, we want all blue. Won't catch a nigga pass, bitch, we all shoot. I mean, yeah, I'm a hooper, baby. And I dropped out of school, I was Yeah, so it's a little, you know, little Detroit style. Um, hell of a made this beat, baby. Um, Dog food by 42 Doug, though. Hot young artist out of the D. Check him out. Okay. That's what I've been listening to, dog. All right, well, I want to feature really quickly my friend V. I've talked about him before. Hey, v. I hate that he only has the letter V as his name, which makes everything extremely SEO impossible. SEO Nightmare. It's, I mean, <laughs> so listen, the name of the EP that the, the music is on is called Gemini. If you type in the name of uh, the EP, Gemini, and then the title of any one of these songs, and then go look at songs <laughs> or albums, it'll come up. I promise you. Now, type in Gemini and V, you know, you, you're really shooting. I don't it's know. Shoot. So... The name of this song that I'm going to play is called Green Light, but uh, Gemini is the EP with only five tracks on there. Um, a couple of the songs I've talked about are on this EP, so if you're already familiar with V, um, just look at his recent recently added. But this song is called Green Light, yet again, two words, and uh, check it out. Let me, let me 
So yeah, check out V. Um, I love it. Every time you play a record of his, I love it. Yeah, he's a really, really cool dude. So I always have to shout him out, especially because I actually really like his music, which is why I was so awkward when I was on that date and that dude had played me his music. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> anyway, that's a whole nother thing. But yeah, <laughs> check out V. Um, another artist I want to shout out very quickly. I haven't talked about him on the show yet, but uh, Alan Love, uh, A-L-A-N-L-O-V-E. Somebody that I've been listening to. He has a project out called Ferris Wheel. And I'm going to play you a little bit of the title track, which is Ferris Wheel. So check him out. So that's Alan Love. Melancholy. Believe he from the A. So you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, a little something emo. There's some really vibey cool tracks on there. He actually has a song called Distant Lover on there that's really good. And um, yeah, I've been trying to get into some new stuff. But that's pretty much all that I want to shout out. I also want to shout out, I know, Fran, you know, you need to actually drop your playlist, uh, Rose Quartz. I know. So, the I funny know. thing is I have so many, but... Well, I just have some of the public and then some of the okay, just so like you mine. need to tell the people, you know, tweet it out or something because the people are gonna ask. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll tweet it out. I just I'm gonna add some more to it, but it's nice. It's like Dwelle, yeah, um, her, yeah. India Sean yeah. with uh, Alex Isley. Yeah. It's like a nice mix yeah. of people. Yeah, we need that. We yeah, need that. I'll work on that. I'll so work yeah, on go that. ahead and you know let. <laughs> Come back to us with that. Maybe you'll do the Music Man segment that week. Ooh, I don't know. Music Woman. For real, might have to switch it up. Not this <laughs> Freaky Friday, though, okay? Um, but I, I said that because I also am dropping a playlist this week. Or, yeah, this week it'll be out. It should be out tomorrow. Um, it's called Bitch Just Listen Volume 2. Nice. Uh, if you're listening to both podcasts on If I Were a Rapper, the episode I just dropped today is called Bitch Just Listen. So... It's Bitch Just Listen Volume 2. It's got a bunch of songs on there from people that I've been talking about that I still want you to hear a little bit more from, along with some people you already hear a lot of because I want you to be able to sing along with some of the songs on the playlist. So yeah, that's it for me over here at the Music Man segment. If you want to find the playlist, you can find them under my link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Hey Asante. And it has links to everything on there. And didn't you recently curate the playlist that's going to be used yes, for Kia's event in absolutely. D.C.? If you if you are in DC or you were yesterday, which is today here now, I made the playlist oh, for Kia it's tonight. Yes. Oh well, it, by it the time started. they hear this, right? Uh, <laughs> Never mind. Right. So by the right, time you hear no this, point. if you're at Kia's event uh, or if you went to Kia's event, I curated the music. It's called <laughs> the event is called Libations and Conversations. So I just named the playlist Libate and Conversate. Nice. And it's literally it's a bunch of new shit, a bunch of shit that I know Kia'd like too. So there's and it's at a place called Brooklyn on you. So I put like. Like a bunch of Biggie on there, Foxy Cam, along with a bunch of the new shit, a bunch of the Southern shit. So, oh, yeah, check it out. Nice. And if you want the, that Ecosystem. playlist too, hit me up and I'll give it to you. So, yeah, that's it for the Music Man segment. 
Now we're going to push it on over to TV land. Dustin Ross, what have you been watching? Euphoria is the best show on television right now. Um, I was going to do a BT Awards recap, but I'm not. So the BET Awards are really good this year. Shout out to Mary J. Blige getting a well-deserved Lifetime Achievement Award. Moving the fuck on. Euphoria is the best show on television. Number one, the music is amazing. Zendaya, and I don't mean amazing in the generic cliche way that everybody uses it. It literally amazes me, the songs that they choose to fit the scenes and the fact that they're picking this music. So it is literally amazing. It's shot absolutely beautiful. Um, Fran, you've already commented on how beautiful it is to look at the show. Mm -hmm. Um, They really are pushing things to the edge of every single boundary that they encounter when it comes to the intensity of what they show the intensity of the scenes the intensity of the script the intensity of the performances um the main character one of the main characters um who plays the uh the football jock named Nate. Mm-hmm. He's actually played by a foreign actor that has an accent that is quite different from the American accent that he speaks in while he's performing as a character. Oh that's cool. Uh, he did an after show I know I'm hitting you guys with a lot of bullets, but this is just shit you need to know about Euphoria. So he did an after show interview where he was saying how he had studied um, football lineups and the lineup of the players on the field, the positioning on the field um, so that he could really get into the experience of the quarterback and why the quarterback makes certain choices that they make and the correlation of that to their overall personality and their nature and their makeup. So it was just amazing that he had gone that far with the performance. Yeah. Um, Jules is my favorite character on the show. (laughs) Rue is amazing. Played by Zendaya. Zendaya is about to take a broom and sweep all the awards in front of her for this performance because we've never seen her like this. Mm -hmm. She's really flexing her muscle as an actor and it's a, 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 a shockingly accurate portrayal if you've ever been around anyone who's used drugs i'm not gonna say has a drug problem but used drugs to a point where they may have needed a little bit more help managing that habit Mm -hmm. she's really close to what that that feels like and looks like so i'm really impressed um i can't wait for more of it um and just tune into hbo on sundays for euphoria Wow. It's the best show on television right now, scripted. And it's summertime, so they kind of got off easy. It's not a lot of stuff on right now. <laughs> right. But Euphoria is the best. Also, since we're on HBO, let's just go on and take the whole gamut. Shout out to Divorce uh, with Sarah Jessica Parker, which is a show that I love that's coming back July 1st for a new season. There's a lot of us that like this show, but we really don't talk about it a lot. I oh, tweeted at my excitement about it coming back, and so many people responded like, oh, my God, that's my shit, too. So everybody's excited about that. I saw the first episode when it first dropped, like mm-hmm. a couple years back. Yeah, I, I want you to was, stick with it. So is it yeah, the third season I gotta give second? it another chance. <laughs> this is the third season. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. Third season. It's a really, really, really good show. Do you watch Big Little Lies? I do. We were going. You know, we on HBO, so right. we're going down the list. <laughs> Big Little Lies is in season two. Ooh. It has returned with the addition of the acting five hundred fucking pound gorilla. Meryl Streep, who was a part of this show. Um, Also, in a shocking twist of events, one of the cast members from the Have and the Have Nots is on this season of Big Little Lies. Believe it or not, Hannah, the maid, the main character, Tika Sumter's mother. Hannah, would you sing me a song? Really? She plays Zoe Kravitz's character's mom on this season. Oh, the like spiritual mom. And she's 
she's sensing that something is off with her daughter and you know she's really I'm not gonna give too much away but it's really 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 good cool. Laura Dern is acting her ass off as usual oh my god her role is so annoying Renata it's so good <laughs> she's do you watch I'm not caught up on this season yet oh man Big Little so Lies good. is amazing so shout out to um, Big Little Lies and just shout out to HBO for having some some really great programming right now some great content Big Little Lies is shot really cool too so cool it's beautiful I started watching it on flights like last year I think oh cool because I would always see let me just see what the fuck this is and then from there I was like oh I gotta watch this at home and so I watched it and I was like oh yes the drama very good the only other network we're gonna touch on um, is Pose excuse me is FX for (laughs) Pose yeah Pose has been so good already that congratulations (gasps) to them for getting a season 3 pickup Um, this week we got the story which is an actual a real story about um, a body having to be mummified and then kept uh, in the home of I'm not going to give too much away but they had to do it like that because it was either that or face you know the harshest circumstances in the prison system so shout out to Post for really finding the balance in highlighting serious ass shit and still weaving it into this story and keeping us entertained Because it can be tricky. Sometimes shit can just get too heavy Mm -hmm. and feel burdensome and you don't enjoy it. Pose is touching on everything. They literally had us at a a, a mass grave site last week and we still were thoroughly entertained. They opened with that. Yeah. Damn. So shout out to Pose. Um, Because you just said the mass murder scene, it made me think I didn't talk about fucking press. And that actually oh, came out. That we oh, that video. Oh, yeah. Press, 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 it's press, a, press. It's fantastic. I loved it. I loved it so much. I've watched it at least 10 times already. I don't know She's what it is. She's definitely going to win some what awards for this. What do you love about this. it? That's what I was about to say. I don't know what it is because I think when I first started watching, I thought it was going to be, oh, okay, we're doing this all over again. But it was, like, I was shocked. I was very surprised. It was things that I guess I kind of was going to expect, but in different ways, which which pleased me, especially hearing she directed it. Like, I really fuck with Cardi. She directed it? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I read that so she definitely dir- adds a two on the ten. That's what I'm like, I don't know. Something something else about Cardi that is coming. I don't know what it is or how to put it into words, but Press really gave her, and the way they've even been doing the rollout for Press has been appropriate, which I like. Like, you know, there was the performance before the video came out because the song's been out, and before the song came out, she was rapping in her damn house. She was all over Instagram. So she really fucks with the track, and I'm liking what she's giving with it. So. I'm just good to I'm good to see where Cardi's gonna go. So yeah, that's all I want to say. Yeah, great video. I love it. Shout out to her team for once again knocking it out the out of the park conceptually and with the styling with everything. It was great. I'm excited to see her transition into acting. Me too. If She's gonna fuck that role. J Lo, it should be super cool. And you know J Lo helping her. You know, oh, of course. Like, girl, I hope Bronx girls, we gotta stick together. <laughs> all right, so. Now it's time for This is a Story. Let's get it popping, you guys. We're back in the saddle. Uh, Episode 20 of This is a Story. Here we go. As I snatched the rental car keys off that nightstand, I made sure to check my jacket pocket for the room key. I kept it there because if I put it anywhere else, I can guarantee you it won't work when I come back. And I hate talking to hotel staff anyway. The whole point of getting a hotel room in the first place is to have somewhere where people leave you the hell alone. So to avoid all that talking, I just made sure that my key was by itself in my pocket where it belonged. It was a small detail, but at least it was one thing that I could control right now. 
I can't even believe I'm in this damn room, let alone this damn city. I hated coming here. It was always for bad news. And bad news was exactly why I left up out of here in the first place. Years ago, I decided that there wasn't nothing here that couldn't come to me wherever I was at. And all the stuff that couldn't, well, I didn't want that stuff no way. Good riddance to it all. But nevertheless, here I was, right back where it all started. And once again, it was for bad news. I left my room, rolled the elevator down what felt like a million floors, and ignored the have a good night that came from the front desk concierge's mouth as I walked past. I don't need nobody else telling me what kind of day or night I was going to have. It was already shitty just because I was here. But family. As I started that rental car, which smelled just like the very cigarette that the keychain was telling me I had better not smoke in it, I was reminded that family was the reason why I was back in this clown town. And it was also the very thing that sent me out of the city limits with a footprint on my ass and a knife in my back. Family was once my entire reason for living. Entire reason for waking up in the morning and making sure everyone else was able to go out and be their best. That was the job that I had signed up for. That was what I'd bought into. That was what I had sacrificed for. And that was what had caused me to be betrayed and banished by those very people that I needed to help. The sign for the hospital entrance appeared just in time to interrupt thoughts that would make me turn this damn car around and go to the airport and forget it all. But I was stronger than that. And as I parked this rental car, I reminded myself that I was damn sure stronger than these sorry motherfuckers who thought they were going to pass judgment on me when they saw me. Little did they know, instinct and experience had collided and created a whole new monster. No longer was I ashamed and no longer would I stay away for them. I walked through the emergency room and approached that desk. I sighed and I set my keys on the counter since I guess I had to talk to somebody. The girl looked up, asked who I was there to see, blah, blah, blah. Then she asked me the million dollar question. Are you a relative of Mia's? I looked her square in her eyes with my own large brown eyes. And I said, I'm her mother. Mm. We'll see you next week for the next episode of This is a Story. Thank you so much for your support and your unwavering cooperation and patience this week. As always, we love you so much. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. In a fast-paced world, Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.